Oh, no, there's never anything on this time of night. Let's go again. Oh, you didn't know? It's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Hey, this is Badass Billy Gunn. My name is Armando Alejandro Estrada. <laughs> hey, it's Rotor Animal. <laughs> What a rush. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, stay tuned or you will feel bad. I am the genius of glory and renown, Lanny Poppins. Well, what's up, all you stars and stars? This is Marianne. This is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011, on SNS Radio Network. See ya, and I wouldn't want to be ya. world is listening the following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired this is your last chance after this there is no turning back you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes You are now jacked in to the Virtual Matrix. Please stand by for all the latest in professional wrestling, video gaming, movies, and entertainment with Chris Kelly of HeadlocksToHeadlines.com and the latest in video gaming with the sensational sequel. What? Yes, he's back. And here is your host... The force is strong with you. Henceforth, you shall be known as... Money on the mic, J.J. Sexy! Remember, all I'm offering is the truth.
Good evening and welcome to another edition of Unplugged right here on the SNS Radio Network. Of course, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sex A, and got a big show planned for you guys tonight. We're going to be reading off the rest of the WNL Raw Roulette numbers, so make sure that uh, you are aware of that. I've got 11 numbers that I'm giving away, uh, basically of people who have sent me emails in this past week that we didn't get to on WNL. Anyway, we have four spots left open that we're going to give away also on the show after we give away the 11 originally intended to give away numbers from Monday night. So that's going to go down tonight. We're going to be talking news of the week as my children have basically invaded the studio, so please forgive the intrusion. Um, We're also going to be talking news of the week, sponsored, of course, by our good friends over at Headlocks2Headlines.com. Chris Kelly will be joining the program shortly. We're going to be running down tonight's episode of SmackDown, the go-home show, going into the Royal Rumble pay-per-view this Sunday. And, of course, if you're listening via the SNS Radio Network, you can uh, have fun with us as we'll be covering the show live with Sunday Night Showdown, kind of like we always do. The Rumble is usually my favorite show of the year to do as far as pay-per-view coverage is concerned. And I can neither confirm nor deny that J.J. Sexay will be drunk by the time the Royal Rumble goes off the air on Sunday night. So, big show planned. Sean's going to be joining us, the sensational sequel, in the second hour to talk a little gaming news, I'm presuming. I haven't heard anything different, and he is not chat, so that is a good sign. And again, we'll be taking your phone calls and reading off some emails later on in the program. Unfortunately, I'm having an issue with my unplugged email, so if you have any emails that you want to send the show tonight, you can send them to sundaynightshowdown at yahoo.ca. So with that being said, let's uh, not waste any more time and break down the happenings of tonight's SmackDown. We start things off tonight on SmackDown with the big show coming down to the ring and apologizing for what went down between himself and AJ. Said that, you know, his size has always been a problem. He and he always unintentionally hurt smaller people than him, especially when he was in school. 
Um, he thought that was all behind him, but unfortunately things change. He loves his job, but after the incident with AJ, he doesn't know if he can continue doing what he's been doing. He's honored that he's going to be involved in the championship match on Sunday and is going to be doing some soul-searching after that match. Well, we get Daniel Bryan come out, cut Big Show off, and he's real sarcastic in this segment, not really believing Big Show's apology. Show, of course, reiterates that it was, in fact, an accident. Bryan says that AJ was medicated, and she doesn't really remember what happened. <clears throat> he says, however... So basically, we get this back and forth going between Brian and Big Show here. Again, Show reiterating that it was an accident. Brian aggravates him to the point where Big Show grabs him by the throat and shoves him into the corner. He then says that while what I did to AJ was an accident, what I do to you on Sunday will not. Mark Henry comes down and says that on Sunday... It is still a triple threat, and he's going to win the World Heavyweight Championship. To which now we get Teddy Long coming out. And tells everyone there's a main event match tonight that consists of Mark Henry and The Big Show. So, of course, Daniel Bryan getting a kick out of that. So that's how we open up. Uh, you know what? A pretty good opener, I think. I'm kind of intrigued by this whole Daniel Bryan heel turn persona. And I'm still kind of in shock over how they're playing this out, especially as Michael Cole is the heel commentator. And he still despises Daniel Bryan. You would think that the guy would be all over Daniel Bryan. Oh, that's the kind of guy you want as the champion. He's doing everything he can to keep the belt. But no, he continually runs down Daniel Bryan. It's, it's confusing to me. I don't really know where they're going with this. and I guess that's a good thing in the grand scheme of things, is that I don't know where they're going. It's got me intrigued. I'll just put it that way. We start off with our first match of the night, uh, Cody Rhodes and Justin Gabriel. Pretty good little match here. Um, Cody hits the beautiful disaster and the crossroads beating Justin Gabriel. So your winner, Cody Rhodes. We have a segment in the back with Santino talking with Teddy Long. And uh, basically Santino's trying to pitch some new match idea. I couldn't get the gist of it, but Yoshitatsu's kind of agreeing with him here. Teddy says it's crazy, and Santino says that he and Yoshi will be a new championship tag team, and they're arguing over a possible name. When Drew McIntyre walks in and says that... Uh, well, before you can say anything, Teddy Long actually cuts him off and says he's still mad, and Drew is on thin ice. Drew compares himself to Babe Ruth when he was striking out, and uh, Teddy basically says, well, yeah, maybe when Babe Ruth was striking out, he at least had home run hits before then, and unfortunately, Drew McIntyre hasn't had anything. So we find out that Drew McIntyre, once again, have action tonight, only this time it's against Sheamus. Who knew, folks? The odds are just stacked against Drew McIntyre because after a broke kick, it's over for Drew McIntyre as Sheamus picks up the win. You know, I, I really hope this is going somewhere because I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out where this is going to go. I mean, it, to me, it's, it's kind of overplayed itself. 
unless this guy gets a win soon or they fire him, I mean, there's really nowhere to go with this. Are we going to spend six months having him being told he's the biggest jobber in the company and at any given time we could fire him? It, it just To me, it doesn't work. Just my opinion. Take it for what it is. You don't have to agree with it, but that's just my opinion. Next up, we have Santino Morella and Yoshitatsu taking on the tag team champions, Epico and Primo, obviously with Rosa. And this doesn't end well for the new tag team of Santino and Yoshitatsu, courtesy of a backstabber um, by Epico. So they get the win here. We then show a backstage segment where Mark Henry is in the back getting ready to go out for his match tonight when Daniel Bryan basically comes in and propositions him and says, you know what, I respect you, I want to have a match with you, and if you can hurt the big show tonight, take him out of action, then at the Royal Rumble, it'll just be between you and me. Mark Henry kind of looks at Daniel Bryan with a dirty look as Daniel Bryan leaves. Kind of an interesting little setup. Again, I like where they're going, I'm intrigued at what they're doing with Daniel Bryan. And with all the rumors swirling around the fact that Big Show might be turning heel soon and facing Shaq at, at you know, WrestleMania, there's talk that Mark Henry is going to turn face. I, I'm, I really got to see what direction this is going because it's, it's kind of crazy. It's very unpredictable at this point in time. We got a Wade Barrett promo up next. And he talks about how everybody's excited that Randy Orton's back. And even though he's back physically... Spiritually, he's not back. And he says that, you know, he's pretty much devastated Randy Orton, and it's too soon for him to come back. At the Royal Rumble, you know, he's going to show his dominance, to which Randy Orton comes out, and we see just a, a melee in progress. As Orton starts to beat down refer, uh, starts to beat down Wade Barrett, we get referees coming out to get him off. We have superstars from the back trying to separate the two. In the end, Wade gets away, but Orton hits uh, Tyler Rex, Kurt Hawkins, Trent Beretta, and the Uso with RKOs while Wade Barrett watches from the, uh, from the rampway. It's a pretty good little segment with, with Orton. I, I know everybody thinks that Orton or Jericho is going to win the Rumble this year. i I, I got to be honest, I really want Barrett to win for two reasons. One, I want to see Daniel Bryan hold on to that championship for a little bit longer. And possibly go into uh, going to WrestleMania, but at the same time, I really want to see Barrett kind of move up the ladder a little bit and, and get a Royal Rumble victory. Because here's a guy that after the Nexus ended, he just kind of suffered that mid card hell for a long time, and now they're now back to putting him back to a little prominence. So I'd like to see him win the Rumble. I don't really know what his chances of doing that are, but um, I'd like to see him at least finish strong in the Rumble. Next up, we have Hunico with Camacho taking on Ted DiBiase. Uh, quick little match in this one. Hunico gets the win, and, of course, they take advantage of the fact that Ted DiBiase is hurt and decide to basically uh, beat down Ted DiBiase. We got a backstage segment with Natalia talking with Teddy Long. Oksana is in his office. She's, ex she's basically telling Teddy Long that she wants a rematch against Tamina, considering everything that's gone on the last couple of weeks. Oksana starts talking trash, and Teddy says that Oksana and Natalia will have a matchup next. Now, um, 
kind of crazy here. Our next match is Alex Riley versus Brodus Clay. This one doesn't last very long. It's kind of awkward, though, because as Brodus Clay is making his, his way down, we see Alex Riley kind of dancing. You know, just once again, proving the fact that everybody loves this Brodus Clay theme music. Not so much the character, because, you know, I'm still on the fence here. I, well, I'm not on the fence. I don't like this Brodus Clay incarnation. I think they wasted a gimmick on Brodus Clay that they could have given to somebody with charisma like, oh, I don't know, Percy Watson, who could have made this gimmick work, as opposed to a guy who in about six months is going to get a gimmick change and be a more serious character. And are you going to take him serious when he's going up against John Cena as this unstoppable monster when he was the Funkasaurus? Because I'm sure not. Anyway, this match ends very quickly as, uh, you know, Brodus shouts out, shall I get him? And basically squashes the bejesus out of Alex Riley. So Brodus Clay gets the win here, folks. <sighs> it is what it is. I just, just don't have the love for Brodus Clay. I know that there's just 100 people out there just gasping for air right now. Why? Why do you not like Brodus Clay? Just don't. Next up, if you blinked, you missed it. We have the match between Natalia and Oksana. In fact, the longest thing about this match was Oksana's entrance. If this company is PG, explain to me why Oksana walked down to the ring looking like a fucking common streetwalker that you'd see on the corner. I I'm confused here. If this is a PG company, why does she look like a fucking hooker? Are we promoting hookers in a PG era? What makes it even worse is that you knew Natalia wasn't going to win this match simply because out of nowhere she just goes to the ring and turns her back on Oksana, who rolls her up for the 1-2-3, a match that consisted of five seconds. I would really like to know what she has done to WWE management to piss them off. Like, it is just fucking horrid what they have done with her. You know, I, I know she doesn't have the charisma, she's not the greatest talker in the ring, but hands down, the girl is one of the top female wrestlers on the fucking planet. And she's regulated to losing to fucking Oksana in five seconds and then carrying on a useless feud with Tamina, who nowhere near as good as fucking Natalia. I just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Guess I'm not supposed to. Next up, we have our main event of the night, Big Show versus Mark Henry. And something interesting happened during this match. Mark Henry goes to throw a punch and gets a knee injury and is pretty much taken out of the match. So the ending of the match, we see Daniel Bryan get into the ring and basically take a chair to the Big Show. He then puts the Big Show into the LaBelle lock, to which the Big Show gets out of, and then chokeslams Daniel Bryan. As soon as Daniel Bryan gets up from the chokeslam, he gets hit with the knockout punch, Brian basically ducks and runs up the ramp as Big Show screams at him from the ring. And that is how we end the go-home edition of SmackDown going into the Royal Rumble. Not a horrible show. Not as good a show as Raw this past week. 
Oh, let me see. Grade-wise, what would I give this? I'm going to give it a C plus. I, I think it could have been a lot better for the go-home show, but it, it wasn't. So, Anyway, that's my grade. That's all i got to say about that. Uh, again, intrigued over the whole Daniel Bryan, Big Show, Mark Henry triangle. I don't know where they're going here. But we've got a triple threat cage match coming up at the Royal Rumble. And I'm intrigued to see how this is going to play out. So that is going to do it for the SmackDown recap for tonight. Let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit. I don't want to waste any time. Got a lot to do and a short time to get it done. So with that being said, we're going to go to the Skype line. And joining me right now on the Skype line, he is the owner, editor, operator of HeadlocksToHeadlines.com. The one, the only, the fucking foreign kid, also known as the British Broski, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, fucking, I just had too many drinks tonight, Crelly. That is quite true, to be honest. You drunk bastard. The only time you show up on my show anymore is when you're fucking drunk. Hey, hey, just to be fair, it was not my fault. Blame so Calval. Oh, that, uh, oh. blame yeah, yeah, so Calval. It is her fault, because... I was in one of her video chat things, and she goes, "Okay, guys, you guys, you must now start drinking." So I started drinking about an hour or two ago, and bad things happened. Bad things happened. I have no idea what I said in in, in, in that video chat. No idea. So my mind is blank, and right now I'm playing on on WWE 12 with the Road Dog beating up Shawn Michaels. So what kind of what kind of news segment is this going to be? Is this going to be Crelly is so shit faced that he can't read his notes? He doesn't really have anything to talk about. What, what kind of what kind of news recap are we doing here tonight, Crelly? Because because I got to know. I I don't know. I'd I'd happily give you a play by play of my match between Shawn Michaels and the Road Dog. Okay, no, that's not oh. what we're here to do tonight. But thank you, Chris. That, that that's that's not the goal. News of the oh. week. News news okay. So, yeah, you brought it up that uh, Mark Henry was injured on SmackDown. Uh, apparently, he, got, he hyper-extended his knee, which is painful and could probably roll him out of TV for a bit. I mean, that sucks for him because he's in the middle of his biggest push in, in years, and he gets another, yet another injured knee. I mean, that's fucked up, man, isn't it? It's pretty fucked that's up. But, you know, look, we're talking about a guy that I don't know what he weighs, what, over 400 pounds? At least, you know, I mean, the more you weigh, the more pressure you're putting on your knees, especially if you're a professional athlete doing what they do in the ring, uh, you know, all those days of the week that they do it. You know, we're talking, what, 300 maybe days a year. They're on the road, you know, performing for the masses. And when you've got a guy that weighs that much, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of wear and tear on the knees, and you've got to be real careful about stuff. But, you know, a guy with a bad knee doesn't have a a long shelf life in the business either. This is this is true. As Roto, Jesse James pump handle slam Shawn Michaels for the win. So the Roto goes over Shawn Michaels. Um, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we, before we get into this, I'm looking at the chat room. People are actually asking me right now, is there an SNS wellness policy? There is, but <laughs> Crelly's drunk. He's not smoking spice or marijuana. So well, I, I can't. I mean, alcohol is one thing. He is performing under the influence, so there, there might have to be a suspension thrown up. I don't know, but it's uh, – I don't think he's going to be suspended for 60 days or 30 days, and he's not smoking spice, so I guess he'll be okay. 
That's, uh, that's good for me. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, oh, yeah, Zack Ryder. Now, on Raw, they say that he, he has a broken back. Yet on dot com they say that he's got a herniated disc. I mean, how bad is it is is the medical care in America that they can't tell the difference between a broken back and a herniated disc? Well, I mean, I I, I don't think it's it's that they didn't know or they couldn't tell the difference. I think for storyline purposes, they decided broken back at first and then realized that was a little too severe, you know, and decided to go with something a little minor. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. But it was just how serious on Raw they were. Zack Ryder's got a broken back, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I, and once again, that's, a, that's the end of an insult to the fans. To go, to go from, from a broken back on Raw to an injured back on, on .com. I mean, that's, that's fucking ridiculous, man. Um, what else do we have? Apparently, his, his show is going over to www.com. Oh, no, sorry, to, to the uh, WWE Network. Which I, I think is a mistake. I, I think it's better to keep his show on, on YouTube. But, you know, WWE. Uh, now, apparently, Richard Mankland is insane. He can't choose what he wants to wants at Mania. He either wants Undertaker versus Chris Jericho and, and Triple H versus CM Punk or Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Taker, uh, Triple H. Uh, which match would you prefer? Matches would you prefer? I'm sorry, what were the match choices again? Uh, uh, Taker Jericho slash uh, Triple H CM Punk or CM Punk Jericho Hunter Triple H uh, Hunter uh, Undertaker. Let's say Hunter beats himself up? What? We got Hunter Triple H Taker. versus Hunter? Hunter Taker, damn you! Hunter Taker. Damn, man, you gotta stay off the sauce, dude. Come on, you're, you're killing the show. All right, look, I don't, want, I don't necessarily want to see The Undertaker and Triple H for a third time, but it seems to me that's the way they want to go. I'm a little confused because I keep hearing that every superstar this year is eligible for the Royal Rumble, which makes no sense. Because the whole purpose of the Royal Rumble is to have a number one contender going into WrestleMania. So if you're going to have the champions, because, you know, every fucking body and their mother and father from Arda Ocal to the show that you were on this week, everybody has it in their head. There's some scenario going around where the WWE is in talks right now to have uh, the champions in the match, and Jericho is going to draw number 30, and there's going to be nobody in the ring, and Jericho is going to walk down and win the Rumble. That's ridiculous. It's blasphemous. I don't even know if I like that scenario. If you have number 28 and 29, the last two guys in the fucking ring, eliminate themselves before 30 comes out, to me, it's ridiculous. It's never been done before, yes, but it's a ridiculous finish. I've even heard people say it's going to be CM Punk and Daniel Bryan eliminating each other. Again, ridiculous. If that's the way they're going this year, then what is the purpose of the Royal Rumble? Unless they want to do a total unification match. Where they have, say for example, Punk wins the Rumble. And you cash it in on Daniel Bryan. And they unify both belts. That would be the logical way if they wanted to have champions in the Rumble to get rid of a belt. Well, maybe, maybe that's what they have planned. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm going to try and sit back, relax as a wrestling fan. I'm going to cover this on Sunday and see. I'm excited for the Rumble. Um, it's going to be an interesting show regardless. Even if the pay-per-view sucks, I'm sure that our coverage will be interesting, to say the least. Well, apparently, and this, uh, I guess you could call it a spoiler, apparently uh, 
they were talking about having a road dog and also Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the in the in the Rumble. I've also heard the, the Godfather as well. Well, no, that that's that, that that's Ray Barrett. Ray Barrett did did, did did the same last year as well. He he tweeted last year that he wanted to, to see the Godfather in in, in the Rumble, but apparently Verdog is going to go pretty far in the Rumble. But do you think he'll get a good reaction from the fans if he does come out? Who Road Dog? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think he, he, uh, the Attitude Era fans will love him. I mean, do you remember when he was at the Slammies? I mean, people kind of pop for him, so. You know, I think it's good that Road Dog is back with the company. I'm glad to see that things are working out, and um, you know he's got that job. You know, someone who's really changed their life to the degree that he has, he's getting that second chance. And you know, I would love to see him perform in the Rumble. I'd love to see Gunn get a second chance here, but you know, I don't know if that's ever going to happen for him. Uh, I think Gunn fucked up his chance when he did, did that whole shoot promo after he left the E. Yeah, uh, but I mean, but he, look, here's the thing: if guys like Hulk Hogan and Honky Tonk Man, who have trashed the company, can go back and do, you know, even Roddy Piper to a degree at one point in time trashed the company. And if you can forgive guys like that, and this is Vince doing the forgiving, I guess the difference now is that Triple H is the man running the show. And really, this is a a knock against, you know, Gunn basically talking shit about Triple H. Maybe that's where the story lays. Maybe Triple H is a different animal entirely. But if you can bring guys that I thought would never come back into the company... And give them another chance. I don't know what Billy Gunn did that was so fucking bad that the guy can't get another shot. I don't know, but on on my WWE universe, I've got CM Punk versus Sting in, in the tables match. That'd be a good match. Wow, but, CM but, Punk versus Sting, awesome. I had I had one the other day where, where it was on Superstars. It was like Jeff Hardy and Eric Young taking on the team of like Brotus Clay and someone fucked up. It was pretty cool. Um. What else do we have news-wise? Uh, they fucked up, and it was pretty cool. Only right here from the fucking foreign kid, <laughs> folks. Mark Tape. Hey, I, I just thought I'd give you an update on my, on, my, on my universe because it's fucking epic. I mean, right now, I've got Randy Orton, who's dead, apparently. Uh, Hawk is out forever. and Who actually Cross is dead out. in real life, folks. That's why I, I, I didn't say that line. <laughs> um, and i got also Kozlov, who's out forever. Um... And that's screwing up my 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 universe. Um, what else do we have? Uh, I think you talk. I think you talked about it, about it on on WNL, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, apparently, Evan Bourne is done with WWE following his second strike. Now, that, I think it, that's lucky. It, it, is that confirmed? He's done, or is that just the rumor well, going around? Well, according to Figure Four Weekly, according to many sources, he will not be brought back. So it's highly likely that he's done. Highly likely that he's done. You are fucking wasted. <laughs> At least I'm here. That's, 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 that's the uh, positive here. Um, fuck my Mysterio. Uh, apparently, WWE are looking at turning Eve Torres heel. I mean, she can't act, she can't act as a face, so turn a heel, why not? Uh, uh, what do we have? Look, if uh, she can't act as a face, what makes you think she's going to act as a heel? If you can't act, you can't act. Some people just can't be taught. I, you know, I, uh, I I don't get that. I mean, aside from her, um, her fucking pelvic thrusting badonkadonk move, what does she fucking bring to the table? A nice moonsault and a nice fo- and a nice uh, photo sh- uh, shoot on dot com. Uh, what else do we have? According to Figure Four Wiggly, 
Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose impressed WWE officials in their most recent tryouts, but they will not be brought up to the main roster because uh, Triple H has a new rule where basically uh, no one can be brought up to the roster unless they have a solid storyline. Triple so H, Rollins, is, is, is he related to Anne Heche? Triple H? Probably. Okay, Triple H. just want to make sure. Uh, You're throwing you. up names uh, I've never heard. Triple H, I've never heard of him. I figure he's got to be related to Anne Heche somehow. Uh, probably, no. Triple H, you know, Hunter Hunt Helmsley? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, do I do I, do I now start like, using big words so you can understand me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah. Apparently, they're not coming up unless... Which I, I think it's a smart idea, to be honest, because we've seen guys like Jinder Mahal and... Who was that giant dude that was the, the, the manager of uh, Titan Kid for like two weeks and then died? Uh, oh, you're talking about Jackson Andrews. Yeah. He wasn't the manager. He was just the, the bodyguard, the muscle of Tyson yeah. Kid. That guy. See, I, I think it's smart that WWE have kind of done that now because it, it's good to see talent come to the roster, but they need a storyline. If not, they'll just fail. Yeah, but see, the problem with that, I mean, the, same, the knock on Jackson Andrews was he was an impressive uh, presence. He was a big guy, but he was shit in the ring. I mean, you're down there in FCW. If you're not doing a good job in FCW, why, oh, why would you bring somebody to the main roster? You know, it did nothing for Tyson Kidd to have him. He was just the stone wall he stood behind. You know, and I guess in theory, I knew where they were going with that, but if he wasn't ready, then why do it? Just like the stupid storyline with Tyson Kidd where they had him have a different manager every fucking week. One week he's got Michael Hayes. The next week he's got Armando Estrada. And he's got this person and that person. You know? I, I mean, that, that was it. cool, but it should be done on on, uh, on SmackDown, not on Superstars. And it should have actually led something. Him finally... Because I know he was meant to be managed by Maxine, but then she did something fucking backstage and that led to her not being brought up to the roster until now on, you know, the best show ever, NXT. Uh, Is that show still going? Yep. It's, it's now it, a year does, old. When no. does this season end? It's been going now for, uh, for it's, it's now been on for a hundred weeks. You know what I liked years. about NXT originally? It was Sorry. only on for the, like the first season was only a set number of weeks. The second season was only a set number of weeks. The third season was only a set number of weeks. This one's been going on for I don't know fucking how long, and I I haven't watched this show. I don't keep up with it. The only thing I know is sometimes I see commercials on the score. Well, they talk about fucking Johnny Curtis and Maxine and fucking what's his dipshit that she's back with now. I could give two shits about NXT. That show had promise in the beginning, but they just completely fucked it. Apparently, it's, it's in week 52. 52, that's, that's, that's like a year. Jesus Christ. Uh, what else do we have? Um, fuck news. Um, apparently, the WWE Network is going to be launched in November. Uh I don't know what to say. But yeah, they've basically delayed it by a year. This, this whole WWE network. Gotta, I, gotta I, hire the people to be there, man. You can't, you can't run it on a shoestring budget. You gotta have people there in place. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's gonna work in terms of, uh, of their international market because Sky have got to deal with WWE for uh, pay-per-views. So I'm guessing it'll be an American-only thing because we can't get it. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, apparently, in a bit of TNA news, Jeff Hardy has impressed officials since returning to the company, saying that he's he's at, he's now like a new person, a new humble person that doesn't do any drugs. So 
officials are, are happy with Jeff Hardy's behavior since returning to the company. Good well, for Jeff Hardy. I, I'm glad for him. You know, Jeff Hardy's got this this ritual he does. He comes back from a drug suspension or from a stint in rehab, and he does good for about six months. And then after that, he regresses back into his, his drug-like state. So uh, time uh, will tell. We'll see. I'm willing to give Jeff Hardy the benefit of the doubt on this one, but by next year, he'll be back to his old drug-fucking-sniffing ways, and he'll be coming to shows high and fucking drunk. And, you know, if you don't watch this shit, you're going to be the same way, Curly. <laughs> there, there's a PSA here, folks. Don't do radio shows drink. Drunk. Drunk, yeah. I mean, it's okay to drink. Just don't be drunk. Says the guy that got wasted on like, wild turkey and did, and did the show. Yes, but that was a progression through the night. So, I didn't show so up mine. drunk. I, I wasn't drunk until I spoke to so Carval. Okay, totally. but you showed up for this show drunk is my point. I informed you of my drunkness. Five minutes before we went on the air. <laughs> when you Too called in. Not. When you called in. You wrote in Skype, I've had a lot to drink. I might be drunk. <laughs> and I quote. Yeah, good good quote. Between you and Sean, I don't know what's up with you guys. You show up drunk, he fucking doesn't show up. <laughs> you motherfuckers are killing me. I, I, I'm I, here each and every week apart from when I'm drunk. Look, I know you're a huge uh, fucking TV star in Britain now that you've been on the show. <laughs> and I'm proud of you for that. But come on, man. Ah. Uh. Why? Well, I'm I'm being attacked by by Triple H. Why? Who are you attacking Triple H? Why? Ah, fuck off Triple H. I'm not quite sure. Triple H just just attacked Sting. I, I'm getting his butt hurt that he didn't sign up for WWE when he had the chance. Are we talking about your universe of the news of the week? <laughs> you are fucking killing me. Seriously. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about my universe. Oh my god, Triple dude! H. What the fuck? Focus. Okay, so news. Um. Yeah, that's the news that I have. Unless you have any more news. Um, I think I saw a video. That, I think this happened in. Uh, not sure where in the UK, but there was some sort of a match that happened where Hulk Hogan got physically involved and gave Robert Roode what was supposed to be a big boot, and Robert Roode sold it like he got hit with a big boot, but Hogan couldn't actually even get his leg up to probably oh. about the guy's knee. That and was in Nottingham last night. That was fucking horrible. That is, yeah. I mean, oh my God. That is the sure sign that, you know, <laughs> just get the fuck out of the ring, Hogan. Get the fuck out of the business. Your 15 minutes is up, bitch. It's over. I, I agree with you there, but, I mean, it's Hulk Hogan's first appearance in, in uh, England for how long? 15 years? Oh, and so he has to go out and fucking wrestle when he can't even lift his goddamn leg up to do a leg drop? Or well, fucking big boot? Like, seriously. It's okay for him to go. It's not okay for him to in interfere in the match and then make Robert Roode look like a fucking joke by having to sell a fucking move that he was nowhere near fucking hitting. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm getting the fan of just batshit crazy, crazy to see uh, Hulk Hogan in person. It's funny that earlier Dick Scott tweeted about how it was nice to see a hot crowd and I, and I replied, that's because you're not in Orlando. <laughs> I do despise the, the Orlando crowd. They piss me off. Um, but yeah, that's what my news, unless you have some other news to talk about. I don't think I do, man. I don't have any news sites posted. But if you've pulled up everything you've got from headlocks, then I guess we're good. Yeah, apart from CM Punk just defeating Sting. Yeah, we feel good. Well, why don't you go back to your universe? 
Continue drinking, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs> because I have no more beer left, and I'm playing my universe right now. <laughs> well, go play universe. You're killing me. You're killing me tonight, man. You're killing it. Ooh, Sting and CM Punk are now shaking hands. Good times. Good times. On that note, I'm going to take a commercial break. Uh, when I come back, we're going to have uh, the sensational sequel, who better not be fucking drunk, by the way. <laughs> or else there'll be some house cleaning tonight. We'll be right back with more Unplugged with J.J. Sexay, the only sober motherfucker on the show, possibly, as soon as, uh, as, soon as this commercial break gets through. So stay tuned for the sensational sequel's uh, video game breakdown, news of the week. And then we're going to jump into uh, these Royal Rumble roulette numbers that I've got to give out. So with that being said, you're listening to Unplugged. I'll be right back. Maybe. Breaker. It's the original KID. Started in 91 in the state of NC. In the place to be, your boy paid his dues. When hell's a visit spot, all the marks are through. Vertebraker, we'll break your spine. Vertebraker, does the trick every time. Vertebraker, we'll slap your face. Vertebraker. Uh, you knew me as Sugar Shane. You may have known me as the Hurricane. But this is the Shane event, Shane Helms. And you're listening to Unplugged on the SNS Network. All you haters are done. Vertebraker, we'll break your spine. Vertebraker. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, triple W dot headlocks to headlines dot com. You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart, but... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host, ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, brings you pro wrestling nostalgia, featuring classic moments and old school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. 
it's go time. On the 25th anniversary of the Royal Rumble match, the numbers tell the story. 31. The total number of WWE Hall of Famers who have competed in the Royal Rumble match. These legends combine to headline 21 main events at WrestleMania. 695. Since 1988, nearly 700 entrants have tried to win the Rumble match, only to be eliminated. 39. Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels holds the all-time record for eliminating the most competitors. How does he do that? Not far behind is the big red monster, Kane, who has tossed a total of 35 participants in 13 consecutive rumbles, with a record 11 eliminations in 2001. Kane is going crazy here! 194,107 pounds, the astronomical mass of humanity that has competed in the Royal Rumble match. You want to know where the beef is? There's the beef pound. That's over 97 tons, or 430 big shows. 421,883. That's a lot here in numbers. That's how many members of the WWE Universe have been in attendance at the Royal Rumble to witness a number of memorable moments. 62 minutes, 12 seconds. Rey Mysterio survived brutal competition for over an hour to set the record for the longest appearance in a Rumble match. Stone-cold victories in the Royal Rumble match, more than any other superstar in history. Two seconds. For 20 long years, the Warlord held the record for the shortest time in the Rumble match. That was until 2009. I think the Warlord's record may have been broken. I wasn't ready. Two, the number of women who have competed in the Royal Rumble. Unfortunately for their male divas, had their number. Best Phoenix eliminated the great Number one, the first entrant is at a definite disadvantage, where time is not on their side. Yet a number that has produced the same amount of winners as the coveted number 30 spot. 27, perhaps the luckiest number in the Rumble match, producing a record four winners. And since 1993, 55% of Royal Rumble winners have gone on to win the championship at WrestleMania. And now, for the first time ever, every WWE superstar is eligible to enter the Royal Rumble, making this the most unpredictable in history.
Christy Hemme with Impact Wrestling, and you're listening to Unplugged on SNF Radio Network. All right, all right. We're back right here on the SNS Radio Network. You're listening to Unplugged with JJ Sexay, and I'm probably, well, I know for a fact I'm not drunk. I'm sober. But Crelly, I believe, is still hanging around. He's a little drunk, playing his universe mode tonight. And I believe joining us here in a little bit, we're going to have the sensational sequel. Sean, now is the time to call into the program if you want to be a part of this. And uh, we're going to be talking some video game news as I mentioned at the top of the program, we are going to be giving away the WNL Royal Rumble Roulette numbers right as soon as we're done with the video game segment. I have 11 numbers to give out that I've already bookmarked for people that sent in emails. I'm going to randomly draw their number, and we're going to call those out. I'll probably even read some of the emails that were sent to me in regards to that. That will leave us with four open spots that by the end of the night tonight, I want to fill. And I want to make sure everybody has a Royal Rumble roulette number. Now, the only problem with this, to be eligible for a Royal Rumble roulette number, you cannot in any way, shape, or form be a host or have a segment on the SNS radio network. Damn it. So, Crelly, that lets you out. Bronx, that lets you out. Sean, that lets you out. So everybody else is eligible to get a spot in this. Now, the winner of the Royal Rumble Roulette gets to choose a show of their choosing on the SNS radio network that they will sit in and co-host on the night they decide to cash that in. That is the way we're doing this Royal Rumble Roulette. Again, we meant to do this on Monday, but had some issues with the stream and with my computer. So we're going to finish this thing off tonight. But with that being said, let's go to the phone line, and I believe joining us right now he is the host of the gaming segment right here on Unplugged. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the sensational sequel. Sean, what's up? I am plastered. You're fucking fired. Both you and Crelly can go fucking <laughs> go work somewhere else. You're both fucking fired. Fuck them. You know I don't drink, so I'm definitely not drunk. So. Oh, now you're straight just, edge. I've been straight edge for a long time. I hear you. I hear you. I so. question that, Sean. I question you being straight anything. <laughs> Wow. What? Wow, he's drunk and he's throwing up questions about your sexuality. Only on un- oh. unplugged, folks. Only on unplugged. Kelly, don't even fly to England and bitch slap you. Oh. What a comeback, Sean. I don't I don't care. Five it, points, Kelly, zero Sean. All right, moving uh, it's, on. It's been one of those days. I just don't give a shit anymore. All right, so. well, let's let's go ahead and break down some video game news of the week, man. What, what do you got for me? I've got a few new stories. The first one we're going to start off with is Resident Evil 6, which was announced this week. Earlier this week, uh, Resident Evil 6 was announced with a huge, um, huge trailer, which, which was released right after they announced or showed off the trailer for Resident Evil, the newest movie, which I forgot what the name of the, the subtitle of that is. Uh, I don't think it matters. It looks like a good movie either way. Uh, Resident Evil 6 was released with a trailer starring Leon Kennedy. It was Leon Kennedy, a mystery person, and Chris Redfield. That's what it was. Uh, three main characters, and then each of them is supposed to have a secondary character, which will be allowed, which will be given in. Um, the newest rumor on this is that there will be six-player co-op 
online co-op is along with that. This is the first time ever that there has been more than two-person co-op in any Resident Evil game. So six-person co-op is pretty massive for Capcom uh, for Resident Evil game. But Resident Evil 6 is the Capcom's largest scale game ever. They have six over 600 people working on this one game. That's a lot of people. And to put that number in perspective a little bit, Assassin's Creed 2 and GTA 4 were completed with the efforts of 450 to 1,000 people, respectively. So Assassin's Creed 2, about 450. GTA 4 had 1,000 people working on it. 600 is a very large number, and it's good to see Capcom is definitely giving some work out there for a lot of people. But six-player co-op is a pretty huge, uh, pretty huge thing right now. And since I'm talking about Capcom, I might as well bring up the abysmal reveal they had this week for the newest member who is joining Street Fighter X Tekken, and that is Mega Man. Now, this isn't just any Mega Man. This is the original number one Mega Man. The one with the guy in the suits with a gun that looks absolutely horrible. Yeah, but, I mean, they had to do something with that. I mean, think about it. Uh, you know, I mean, I know everybody. I, I, I have heard everybody just fucking going crazy about it being Mega Man 1. Like, come on, people. What's wrong with Mega Man 1? I mean, sure, he doesn't look as good as the other Mega Mans, but fuck it. You got Mega Man in the game. Quit bitching. It's Mega uh, Man, bitches! Uh, but I mean, along with Mega Man, it's apparently Pac-Man in a humanized format. I haven't seen the picture on him, but Pac-Man in a fighting game is one of those things where I can just, like, laugh and then not buy the game. Because that's just... Massively uh, you know what? I actually can't wait to play that game so I can play as Pac-Man. I think it'd be fucking epic. He, he's got like we a robotic do. suit or some shit. Pac-Man looks cool, man. What are you talking about? Okay. Well, I haven't seen. Like I said, I haven't seen the picture yet. Um, there's there's one or two news stories that I haven't been able to see this week because and I just haven't had a chance. But uh, and you do the gaming segment. What the f homework, well, bitches? Homework. Well, there's one story that I know that Ashley is my name. Actually, knows a little bit more about it. And when you open up the phone lines, I definitely want him to call in because, he, like I said, he knows more about that story than I do. So Y'all going to make me turn into fucking, what's his fucking name, Gary Coleman. What y'all talking about, man? Like, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> you have a segment. Be prepared for it. Otherwise, I will do it. You're killing me. He's I drunk. I've got some new stories to go. Continue. Go then, go. Faster. Shut up, Crowley. Thank you, Crowley. Um... Insomniac CEO Ted Price actually came out on YouTube earlier this week and was speaking to Resistance fans, saying that the developer is done with with Resistance. Resistance is a PS3 exclusive game. Well, apparently, Sony isn't. Sony wants them to continue the entire series and just keep going with it. And Ted Price basically came out to YouTube and say, we don't want to do it. Please help us make Sony aware of this situation, but they can't um, because if 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 you if you play the games, they killed off the storyline. They can't actually do another game. They killed the storyline. I don't know, but I, I do know that Sony wants to continue with the entire thing. But I do know the new company Nihilistic is working on a new uh, game for the Vita called Resistance Burning Skies. 
which will be available this some, sometime this summer uh, after the Vita launches next month. So definitely should be um, should be interesting to see what comes of this little story. But if Insomniac is, is done, Sony just needs to wake up and accept the fact that they're done. Really cool things going on with the new with the Connects. Uh, apparently, the Connects sensors, the the little cameras in the infrared sensor, are being tested for use in laptops. Um, what this means is that instead of you having the sensor itself, your laptop will actually come with the sensor built into it. So, I don't know about y'all, but that kind of that's kind of cool that it's going to actually start doing that. I don't know what, how you feel about that, JJ. How I feel about what? <laughs> the Kinect sensor being involved in uh, being installed and basically used in laptops. That sounds cool. I, you know what? I bought a Kinect. I haven't even know, I haven't even used it yet. I haven't even like I've literally haven't worked in weeks because of the weather here, and like literally I haven't even plugged in my my Kinect. Period. Mm -hmm. It's it's just sitting in the fucking box. I haven't touched it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty one, pretty big one of those moments. I mean, Connect's pretty awesome. I love my Connect. Um, going on a little bit about the current or the next gen consoles, uh, the new reports are coming out that the Wii U will be launching worldwide in time for this year and season. Uh, big rumors right now is that it'll be releasing about the holiday season for the U.S., Europe, Australia, and Japan, which is pretty big because Nintendo usually releases their consoles first in Japan and then sees how the reaction is and then releases it later on. So hopefully Nintendo has gotten their stuff together and basically will release some great launch games and basically not even remember what happened with the 3DS, the abysmal launch it had in Japan and in the States, which required it to drop the price. So hopefully the Wii U does a good job when it's launched. Um, I know for myself I won't be picking it up until later on 2013 because as my next story is, there's some reports going around that the Xbox 720, we'll call it, uh, is rumored to be announced in this year at E3 in 2012 and will be released next year, summerish of 2013. Now, some of the features they're saying in this system is pretty amazing, but there's definitely some things that has to be questioned. Um, currently, the, the reported graphics processing unit which is involved is known as an AMD Radeon HD 6678 uh, chipset which is supposed to be six times more powerful than current gen consoles six times more powerful than the Xbox 360 now and six times more powerful than the PlayStation 3 that's pretty massive due to the fact that it offers multi-display output 3D and 1080 HP or 10 1080p HD output and it basically cost about 80 bucks just seeing the fact that this thing is coming out is gonna be installed in the 360 is pretty awesome but the next story is will what will the disk be for the th the next console uh, rumors right now are saying that blu-ray will actually be installed in the next Xbox but another rumor coming out saying that Sony will also have the Blu-ray system in their next PlayStation, but they'll also be having the next format that Sony is creating, which means that whatever Sony's next format is, 
is supposed to be twice as twice as better than Blu-rays. Double the double the storage of a Blu-ray disc. Does this mean that Sony is just basically screwed over Microsoft once more? Could be, but just seeing that the Xbox will have a Xbox uh, will have Blu-ray, excuse me, is pretty cool on its own. Uh, huge controversial issues going on with that. Also, with the next Xbox, is that Microsoft is not going to allow used games to be used on the next Xbox system. This is pretty major because companies like GameStop, Amazon, Best Buy, who sell used games, will basically be screwed over when they go buy a used game and try to play it on their system. Um, I know for one, I own some used games, and it sucks not being able to use my used games, but I also do buy a lot of new games. Um, and the last story, the little roundup for that, uh, for the whole Xbox system, is that Microsoft is currently looking at phasing out the Microsoft points. Uh, the Microsoft points are the same thing as PSN Cash, where you use the cash for the points to use it for um, buying different things on the network, uh, different games, arcade games, stuff like that. So seeing them phase that out is a little different because no one knows what they'll be going to next. They may just use money or uh, basically a wallet like PSN does to a certain point. So we'll definitely have to see what comes of that later on. I got one more story. It's not a gaming story, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely curious to, to hear your reaction to this, JJ. I don't know if you heard, but last weekend, uh, UFC.com was hacked. I Dana did. White. I did hear about that? that. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Well, did you hear what Dana White basically said to the people who hacked him? No. What did he say? He basically said, "Hack, hack us again. Hack us every day if you want. Hack us." Today, tonight, next week, whatever. Keep hacking us. We don't care. So the guy who actually hacked UFC.com actually wrote on Twitter, guess what, Dana? We're not going after UFC.com anymore. We're going after you. And about an hour after that post was, after he tweeted that, Dana White's information from his social security number to his housing residence addresses to his vehicle's VIN numbers were put online for everyone to view. And Dana White basically came out and said, I don't care that my information is out there. You're terrorists, and you're attacking us because we we supported SOPA. And basically told them that they're not afraid. Dana White basically came out and said, we're not afraid of the internet. That's where the cowards hide. Dana White basically coming out and saying that was pretty huge because uh, he's been... He, they're, they're attempting to hack him multiple times since that point, and his information getting put out there is pretty crazy. So uh, let me let me get this straight. Dana White was hacked personally by some jackass on Twitter. Did they not verify the Twitter account, find out who the guy is? I mean, it seems well, no, like... They, no, he, the, the guy who... Well, I, I get what you're saying. The guy who actually did the hacking posted it on Twitter that he was going to hack him. I'm guessing they never did go through that and say, this is who the guy is. Let's go after him. Because, I mean, you know, that's just common sense. If somebody hacks you and they're on Twitter and they're saying, yeah, I'm going to hack you, and you get hacked, I mean, I don't know. Let's let's find out whose Twitter account it is. Let's find out who's doing it. I mean, again, all I heard about was UFC. I didn't know anything about Dana White being hacked. But, like, you know what? There's too many people with too much free time on their hands. Really, there is. It's ridiculous. The, so, the whole social networking thing to me is just fucking crazy. 
And it was pretty pretty big one of those moments. I definitely I read that today, and I was kind of caught off guard by the entire thing, including what Dana White said to the hackers. So I definitely wanted to get that news story out. And I don't know, I, we've been posting this constantly on the, uh, the Facebook page, but uh, January 31st will be the release of uh, the Legends of Superstars DLC pack. Um, January 30th will be a new patch, will apparently, which will apparently address numbers of issues and improve the overall gaming experience, which apparently includes a all-call, um, which yeah. is rumored to have an all-call um, universe, universe or yes. brand, I guess is the word. Yeah, you can have an all-call brand, which is exactly so, what they should have done. Do you actually have that in front of you like to update exactly what the patch fixes? Uh, yes, actually I do. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm coughing a little bit. Uh, I'll go through this list kind of quickly. Just um, We'll start with the universe modes. Brands can now consist entirely of creative superstars. However, match card creation will still require players to use superstars with at least one of each crowd reaction setting, boo and cheer to properly book matches. <coughs> oh, man. The draft option now functions properly, lower the frequency of injuries and universe mode, address issues where Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank winners are not getting their title shots at WrestleMania and or the option to cash in the Money in the Bank. Fixed various crashes to help improve overall stab stability of universe mode, fixed various universe mode bug fixes. Um, Online made numerous improvements to help improve stability and re reliability of community creations, which is huge, which is what they needed to come out with to begin with. General stability improvements and Royal Rumble matches. Um, there's a lot of general gameplay stuff. Uh, a couple of them is uh, fixed an issue where the defender would freeze if the right stick was pressed in any direction while being Irish whipped. Fixed an issue where superstars would freeze if certain running corner attacks were performed in the Royal Rumble. Uh, apparently, there's a PS3 one. Uh, fixed a problem where tables were not properly respawning in table matches. Turn pin mini ex escape mini game and elimination chamber matches. Tuned, oh excuse me, tuned pin escape mini game and elimination chamber matches. Players can now escape after being hit with a finisher. Uh, miscellaneous. Fixed an issue where DLC versions of Edge and Christian's entrance animations were replaced by Alberto Del Rio's animations if edits were made to their music and or mini-drawing. Props can now be disabled during entrances, resolve several issues with the Divas entrances, players can now edit a created Superstars moveset after viewing the model in community creations, uh, general stability improvements, and story designer mode. There's, there's a few different ones, I mean there's a lot. Um, one of the biggest things that's coming out with the, the patch and the Legends and Superstars DLC is free superstar for the first two weeks that the pack is out which is masked Kane. it's not the new Kane; it's the original attitude era Kane. yeah the one that debuted in the hell in the cell match between the undertaker and Shawn michaels right at and, king of the ring with yeah which which is no wasn't king of the ring bad blood yes okay king so of the ring was mankind and, and undertaker sorry yeah but there was a match between Austin and Kane for the championship. So it's still the same Kane from that era, yes. Yep. So, yeah, that's um, that's a lot of the updates. Uh, I do I do know that someone did post that in the um, in the Facebook page. Uh, if you want to take a read, go take a read at it. Um, who posted it, I can't remember, but I'm, I'm sorry for that. So whoever it is, thank you for posting that so we could read that off here on our blog. 
You know, and, and you know the cool thing. I, I've read a lot of people bashing the fact that this cane is on there. Now, granted, I wasn't I wasn't really happy that that was our mystery superstar, the makeup DLC. I mean, I, it doesn't really matter to me. Kane's in the game, whether it's mass Kane or not. Um, I was expecting something different. It's fine. I mean, for a lot of people, that's cool. A lot of people are bashing it because they want the new Kane. Well, it takes a while for those models to be made, and it just wasn't feasible for time to make the new cane and i gotta be real honest with you the attitude era cane is probably the best cane out of the group anyway because i'm not a big fan of this new cane look i just don't like it i think the mask looks stupid i think his outfit looks atrocious so you're really getting a better deal here with the with the mask cane from the attitude era in my opinion take it or leave it De definitely i i was reading the, the entire thing about corio desma i mean it definitely it it talks about not being able to put the cane, the, the new cane in and I mean, the time it would take to create the character, get all the moves in, everything would just be absolutely horrible. I mean, it would take too much time. So I mean, getting the mask cane is pretty awesome. I mean, it's the cane that I grew up with. It's the cane that I enjoyed when I first got to see him. And I'd rather have that cane in than anybody else. I'm just looking at the pictures, and I mean, the pictures look amazing of him. I mean, it's, it's the real cane, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, that, when I think of Kane, that's what I think of. I mean, I was never a big fan of when Kane unmasked and, you know, he was the big red monster with the fucking towel over his head and, you know, they sh made him shave his head. I just I wasn't a big fan of that Kane character. So it's kind of nice to have the option to bring back the, the classic Kane. I mean, you know, I was kind of hoping maybe for the Christmas creature or for Isaac Yankum, but, you know, neither one of them were the DLC, so I guess we'll make do with Kane. <laughs> And if you didn't know, in this Legend of Superstars DLC pack, we do get Macho Man Randy Savage. That is the one, this whole pack that I'm looking forward to more than any of them is the Macho Man. There's a great... And honestly, I don't remember who's actually in the pack other than Macho Man. There's Macho Man Randy Savage. There's Mick Foley. There's Batista. Brodus Clay is free. It's not the Funkasaurus, mind you, thank God. It's the fall of humanity. I used to hang out with Alberto Del Rio, Brodus Clay, which is much better in my opinion. But, hey, if you want to make him the Funkasaurus, you can do that in, in the uh, change the entrances around, you know? Like, give him, give him <laughs> custom music and use somebody called Mama, and you can make him the Funkasaurus. Hell, give him, like, JTG's entrance, you know? He'll come down to the ring fucking dancing. There's your Funkasaurus for you, people. Oh, my. But, yeah, Macho Man is what I'm looking forward to. Um, I did download, and this is something we're going to talk about here in the next couple of weeks now that this patch is out. Once community creations kind of um, freeze up a little bit and it, it's working properly, I plan on downloading stories, downloading characters, and kind of presenting them maybe you know every couple of weeks on this show. Kind of a spotlight thing. We're going to be talking with some of uh, the creators of some of these calls, like Dre41, and find out their motivations and you know what goes into the process of making the characters. Because Dre41, I got to say, man, this guy's awesome when he puts his shit together. Like, he's put together several uh, characters on Xbox Live that I just, I'm like, wow, looks just like the guy. You know, moveset, everything. He's, he's got everything pretty much mapped out. And I want to be able to not only spotlight the cause, but I want to spotlight the creators who basically spend their time putting these things together. Um, you know, again, I want to download storylines and tell you guys what's cool to play online. And, you know, just make it more community-friendly here on the SNS Radio Network, and, and really utilize that community creations feature for WWE 12. 
definitely. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I haven't had a chance to uh, check out because, I mean, every time I go on there to download a call, I always get kicked off. So I'm, I'm kind of ticked off about that, but I definitely can't look at – I can't wait until this new patch hits so that we can get on there and start really – messing around with some of the stuff on there now i i do want to point out there's two calls and one of them is being talked about in the chat room right now petchy does good uh, a good job on making characters and he did make a fantastic bret hart that i'm going to go download i've seen the videos with this bret hart and that's to me this bret hart looks better than when thq did bret hart i mean like i never liked the character model that they did for bret hart in the last couple of games to me this one facially looks more like bret and looks a lot better than anything thq's put out in the last couple of years so, again, Petchy. So if you're looking for a good Bret Hart, you know, look up Petchy, look up Bret Hart, and you'll be able to pull that up on Community Creations. Now, to go along with this DLC pack number three that is going to have the Macho Man Randy Savage, I believe it's his WrestleMania 7 attire. One of my favorite WrestleManias of all time simply because my favorite match on that card was Warrior versus Savage, the retirement match. Um, Warrior and Savage were such an epic feud going into that. You know, and it wasn't about a championship. It was about, you know, Savage costing the Warrior his championship to Sergeant Slaughter, and their careers were on the line. This was also the night that um, Miss Elizabeth returned to, to Randy Savage after the fact, after he was attacked by Sherry when he lost the match, and Macho Man and Elizabeth were reunited. To go along with that DLC pack, Trial and Error has put up a fantastic Ultimate Warrior that's got four different attires one of which is the WrestleMania 7 attire. And if you don't know what that attire looks like, on one knee pad it's Savage, on the other it's Warrior. On the back of the trunks it says more important than this and has the attitude, not the attitude era, but the Winged Eagle WWE Championship on the back of the tights and Warrior and Savage on the front of the tights. So if you want to recreate WrestleMania 7 with the appropriate attires, you can do that. Look up Trial and Error, and uh, that will be the Ultimate Warrior on Xbox Live. Definitely can't wait because, I mean, it's definitely going to be, like I said, once the patch comes out, I will be ecstatic because I can go download all the cause that you have created and released to to everyone. I can go finally get some dip, some stars that have been made from Patchy and from, uh, what was the other name you said? Trial and Error. Trial and Error. What was the first one you said? Patchy. Are you talking about Dre there 41? Was, yeah, there, that's the name. Dre 41. So, I mean... I definitely can't wait to check out all of these these guys because I mean, I mean if you're talking about them, they must do a great job. So I definitely can't wait to get the chance to actually go check them out. Yeah, Dre Forty One puts together a lot of TNA guys. Like he's done a fantastic uh, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, old WCW. He's I've seen him do a good James Storm uh, and Robert Roode. I mean he's pretty accurate on the attires and stuff that he puts together. The move sets are really good too. So I, I definitely, uh, again, want to talk with him and find out what goes into, you know, because, you know, I'm a call creator myself. I don't think I'm as good as these guys, but, you know, I mean, I, I manage. You do a good job on your own. You, we, I mean, well, I think last year you made a Bret Hart, which looked really good. I'm trying to remember all the ones you made because you made a lot last year. I did make quite a bit, and yeah, I, I, I want to talk with Marcus and find out if the, for some reason, when you go into Community Creations, if you've uploaded a character, randomly it just gets deleted. I don't understand what's going on. I've put my character up three times, and every time I go to check out that character, it's gone. Um, some of the other ones that I've downloaded, 
are uploaded to Xbox Live are gone. So I don't know what's going on with that. And I'm hearing a lot of people talking about that as well. Somebody must hate you so much they want to report your stuff. No, I don't think that's it. I think no. I think there's just an issue because it's not just me; it's other people. This is happening to as well. So I think right. there's I don't know if they're, when they're updating the servers if it just like deletes certain things, but uh, I'm hoping that that got fixed in the patch as well. It might be that they are actually uh, some of the patch some uh, they are actually trying to back off the servers and sometimes it doesn't work, so they have to go back to where the up the update came from or the backup came from, and they re up they try to reload up everything. So I mean. Sometimes it happens. I know it's happened with uh, uh, mail servers at work. Sometimes they'll they'll get backed up and the backup doesn't work. So, well, you know, I want to update you guys too. I'm still putting together this SNS Rumble. I don't think it'll be up tomorrow, but hopefully by Sunday. I'm actually going to be taping the matches tomorrow, and then once I'm done, I'll edit all the video, and then hopefully it'll either go up late Sunday night or excuse me, late Saturday night, so it'll be available on Sunday. But I finalized my card. It goes as follows. First match is going to be uh, the Power Andy Knowles and the Canadian Horsemen defending their unified tag team championship against the tandem of Maze, Hip Hop Joe, and, of course, the Pope, Trentavious Phoenix. Match number two will consist of a title-for-title title match as SNS's Kingpin, the always charismatic king of SNS, as I've been called in the past. J.J. Shexay defends the SNS Championship, a.k.a. the Attitude Era WWE Championship, against the United States Champion, the outlaw of the IWC, the Trey Dog. So it's title for title. Whoever wins this is both the U.S. Champ and the SNS Champion. Then we're going to go right into the Royal Rumble match, which will consist of 30 SNS characters. Listeners, staff, and I believe there's going to be a few surprises. I believe Marcus Stevenson is one of the surprises for the Rumble this year. We're going to have some SNS alumnus that have been on the show in the last year or so. So some surprises in the Royal Rumble, and that match will take place after to close the show out. Now, I'm not doing a full-fledged defect. Before anybody gets the idea of, oh, what are we doing with this? I'm just having fun. I'm just putting it up there and just, you know, Messing around. It's not going to be an every month thing. It's not going to be something I do all the time. Going into WrestleMania, though, whoever wins the Rumble in the game will face whoever is the champion at WrestleMania in some sort of stipulation match. I'm sure. I'll put something together. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But this is not going to be a monthly feature. This is not going to be something I do every week or every couple of weeks. It's not a full-fledged defed. It's just me kind of messing around and showing what can be done in WWE 12. I'm also going to be working on my Fantasy Warfare matchup between Randy Orton and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's going to be the first in the series. Once that debuts, and I've released it for you guys, possibly Monday for that one, I will put up a poll, or I will put up a question on the Facebook page and give you three different matches to choose from. And whichever one gets the most votes toward the end of the month, I will put together the next in the series of Fantasy Warfare. So that's the way we're going to go and try to make this a little more interactive and just kind of mess around. By the way, I, I meant to ask you this other week. How did Bronx's sex change come along? 
Oh, you know what? I haven't actually done it yet. I was just kind of messing with Bronx, but I'm still thinking about, you know, putting him in a pink singlet and giving him Kelly Kelly's entrance and, you know, you know, making him the Adrian Adonis of, of the uh, the SNS, you know, uh, universe. I mean, you know, stranger things have happened. I mean, Adrian Adonis was a tough son of a bitch. You know, I mean, for, for Bronx to even be compared to a guy like Adrian Adonis is a fucking honor for him. But, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm still considering what I'm going to do with Don Bronx in my universe. I think the pink singlet works fine. You know, he'll be like he'll be like exotic Adrian Street or Adrian Adonis. You know, he'll be like that Gold Dust character, that ambiguously, possibly <laughs> gay person that you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll give Bronx a flower shop segment on the on the show. That'd be great. Thanks, Ashley. Flower shop. <laughs> well, that, that's what Adonis used to have. He used to have a, a segment called the Flower Shop. You know, it's kind of like the highlight reel or. Piper's yeah. Pit, you know, I mean, it's the flower shop. Good stuff. See, Brox, that's what happens when you fucking rub shit in my face. You brought this shit on yourself. You created your own prison. You realize that. Bronx did it to Bronx. Bronx screwed Bronx. Bronx. That's right. So on that note, if that's all the video gaming news that we have, we should probably break down the WNL SNS Royal Rumble Roulette Contest. Who's ready? I am. You ready? Is the chat room ready? Because I'm ready to go. If y'all are ready, I'm ready. It's all good. So to assist me with this, I have pulled up a website, courtesy of Trey, that basically randomizes the numbers. I have, let me look at the numbers real quick to see what we have available. Da, 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 da. I love this thing. It's called Random Thing Picker. <laughs> anyway, we have number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six, number seven, 11, 16, 18, 19, 21, 24, 25, and 27 available to give up. 11 of those are going to emails. So we will Wait, have four left Bronx over. Have his number yet? No way, Bronx can't get in there. Bronx can't get in there. So, on that note, let's play some uh, some background music to kind of offset this. I, I was looking for something. I was like, you know what? I want to make it more interesting while we're doing this. I want to be able to have the background music that's kind of ominous. And I couldn't think of anything. But who wants to be a millionaire? Because I used to love that music. You know what I'm talking about? Did you ever watch that show, Sean? You, am I just completely oh, yeah. talking to myself? Actually, I'm going to watch the uh, the one in February, which is going to have Mike Rowe from uh, Dirtiest Jobs. He's actually going to be on there to win money for uh, charity. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to that episode in, in February. But, yeah, I know who wants to be a millionaire. Okay. Let's go ahead and pull this up and uh, continue on with the Royal Rumble roulette. Again, whoever wins, whoever's number, like say you draw number 27 – and number 27 wins the Royal Rumble on Sunday, then whatever person had number 27, you get to cash that in on a show of your choosing. Shows like the Pro Wrestling Rewind. Shows like Unplugged. Shows like Wrestling News Live. I might even check in to see if Nim is down to have somebody host, you know, what would fans do or, or why or whatever he's calling the thing this week. Even the Elite Force podcast might be subject to this. I don't know. I haven't talked to Mike uh, to Walkie or Mind White, but I'm sure they'd be okay with it. Re you know, reminder: Who won last year? 
Last year, the first winner was uh, Flair 16-time. And if you remember, he cashed in his opportunity to host Wrestling News Live uh, on, what was it, 2011? 2-2-2-11? You know, when the the ominous figure returned to Raw. And it was everybody thought it was going to be Sting, and it was The Undertaker. Yeah, I remember that now. Because the scorpion was in the sand, and Sting was in the shadows. Oh, that was good times. So... It does happen, and we'll, we'll see who wins this, but uh, let's go ahead and get this started. Pull up the old emails real quick. All right. Let's go to the randomizer here. First, excuse me, from Sir Owen Disney. I'm a new listener, and I've enjoyed very much going back and listening to all the old shows to catch up. I would very much like to pick a number in the WNL Royal Rumble Roulette Pool. And I'm very much hoping that Wade Barrett gets the match, the much-needed victory, and gets put back on Raw to challenge Punk for the belt. Keep up the good work, JJ and Trey. I will definitely keep listening. Sir Owen Disney. Sir Owen, I'm going to randomize your number right now. And lucky number for Sir Owen Disney. You have number 16, sir. Number 16. Gone. Nice number. Now, I do want to ask assistance of somebody, I don't care who it is, in the chat room. Sean, you can even do this if you want. I want everybody to keep track of who's pulling these numbers, because right now I don't have track of these numbers. I want them put on Facebook as soon as the show is over with, or even while the show is going on. If you want to make this interactive, somebody go post on the SNS Facebook page the name of the person and the number that they're getting. That way I can have a log of who has what number. Russ has got you. I'm actually looking up... uh password rumbles to see who entered at those certain numbers so we can see exactly if it's a good number you pulled or not okay so the first one sir owen disney number 16 all right let's go pull up another email here like i said these are all emails that i received prior to wnl this past monday night next one comes to us from tyson 316 I was hoping to get a Rumble pick tonight. I'm actually excited for the Rumble this year, partly because of the card, partly because you guys and the SNS Radio Network. I can't wait to see the SNS Rumble. I have tried to upload my character for the Rumble, but I can't even get a good connection on the bullshit server. I also wanted to ask you guys what you think will happen with The Undertaker in the next couple of months. I would like to hear both your fantasy bookings for Taker and WrestleMania 28. I will get with Trey, and we'll cover that on Monday on the show, Tyson. With that being said, let's go ahead and get Tyson a number here. Wow. Tyson316, you have an interesting number. Don't think negatively about this one, but the randomizer has picked for you number two. Well, funny thing you you bring that up, number two actually won the Royal Rumble in 2006, which was Ray Mysterio Jr. There you go. So number two could be conceived as a bad number, but then again, when you look at guys like Ric Flair, like Rey Mysterio, that have lasted as long as they have, then that could be a good number for you. So Tyson316 has number two. My question is, who's going to get lucky number one tonight? I'm going to wonder it myself. Because to me, that's, that's going to be the interesting wild card number, in my opinion. Since we already know who number one is, too. Pretty much. All right, next up, this is an email from Ian Hamilton. Hey, guys, been listening on the archives for a few months now. Can I get a number for the Rumble this year? 
We'll be listening to the show at work later in the in the week. Hope you guys take home some gold this weekend. Ian from London. All right, it's time to pull a number for Ian Hamilton. I know Ian for a long time. He was a longtime listener of WTR when I was there. He actually knows Harmony and Jason Clevett here. So, and he wrote a book. Yes, Wrestling Sinking Ship. You know, WCW. So be sure and check that out. And he's also the same guy that sent me. Uh, a DVD version of the final ECW show in Pine Bluff, Arkansas that I was actually at. So me and Ian go back. So, Ian, this one's for you, man. Randomizer working right now. Let's pick a number. Wow. No, we're not getting to that yet. Go back to the rumble music. All right, Ian. I have selected your number, Ian, from the randomizer. Ian Hamilton. Number 21. 21. So we've William only given Regal out... Do what? 2009's entrance. So 21, not a bad number if you like William Regal. Well, it's probably not going to be 21 this year. No, nah, won't be 21 this year. Now, before I get to this next email, I had promised... Mays had told me, what was it, last week when we were going through all the problems, that Trentavius wasn't able to get online because he had internet problems. So... Trent Phoenix is next. There's not an email from Trent, but I promised Trent I'd give him a number. And that's been going on for a couple weeks now. So with that being said, let's go ahead and pick a number for the Pope, Trentavious Phoenix. Randomizer, and let's go. Well, it's not the number that Trentavious wanted. Because he's been talking about how he wants number 27. I hate to tell you this, Trentavious, but you don't have number 27. But you do have a decent number. You're more than halfway. The Pope, Trentavius Phoenix, has drawn number 19. 19. So three numbers in. Actually, uh, 2004, Kurt Angle entered at number 19. So, I mean, he did pretty good. In that. He was actually last, the second to last one out. So, I mean, never know who's going to enter at number 19. Let's see. Trying to find Tennessee Cowgirls one because she had sent me one as well. Da, 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 da. Where is this email here? Ah, here we are. So we'll go ahead and take care of her next. All right. Hey guys, Tennessee Cowgirl here. As I was watching Raw tonight and watching Jericho talk about Sunday's Royal Rumble, I had a thought. No one has heard anything about The Undertaker. Well, what if, this is just my thoughts on this. What if all these promos are really for The Undertaker and Jericho? It's just his mouthpiece. And Taker shows up at, at the at the Rumble along with Jericho. Have a great show, guys. Love listening to you guys. Peace, 420. Kiss my ass. Good night, all you white people and Bronx. What's with the segregation against Bronx? Is he not white? <laughs> I mean, it is. All right, so this one's for Tennessee Cowgirl. Let's go ahead and randomly pick a number. Ooh. Ooh. All right, we've got a number for Tennessee Cowgirl. Unfortunately, she has a single digit. It's not the single digit, but it is a single digit. Tennessee Cowgirl, you have lucky number four. Not a bad number. I mean, some good entrance at number four before. I mean, MVP came in at number four and lasted pretty long in the 2009 Rumble. So. 
Let's see, next up is Hamaraj Singh. Hey, not too sure if I'm late. I was hoping I'd get involved in the Royal Rumble picks. My pick for the Rumble would have to be Jericho, but would love to see Wade Barrett win also. Who's your pick? Uh, I'd love to see Wade win as well. Don't know if that's going to happen, but I think Wade Barrett needs it more than anybody probably. Um, so that would be my pick for this year. Let's go ahead and get you a random number here. Let's go ahead and hit pick one as we have numbers 1, 3, 5, 6, 7, 11, 18, 24, 25, and 27. If you remember, I thought number 25 might win the Rumble this year. So that's the number that I'm sticking with, even though I'm not getting myself a number. I think whoever, whoever draws number 25 is winning the Rumble. That's just my opinion. So that being said, let's pick one here for Hamraj. Wow. Single digit. Number five for Hamraj Singh. Anything, Sean? Uh, yes, actually, I was looking. I was looking for a good one. Uh, it seems that Edge has entered number five, one, two, three times. It looks like in different Royal Rumbles. So, I mean, number five is definitely not a bad number per se. Uh, Great Kali has also entered number five in several Royal Rumbles. So, I, I I don't know what to tell you there. Number five, it seems to be is a jinx number for some people. All right. Well, let me take number five out of the equation here since we've just given it away. And go back to the randomizer. Go back to the emails. This next one comes to us, and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the name. I think he's in chat tonight. But uh, I believe this is C. Browder. C-W-B-R-O-O-W-D. So C. Brood from the chat. I'd like a Royal, Royal, I would like a Royal Rumble number. Hopefully not number one. What are your thoughts on a possible Alberto Del Rio versus Randy Orton match? Thanks. C. Brood. Um, could be a good match. I, I like Alberto Del Rio. I like Randy Orton. So, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. But you're up. Let's go ahead and go to the randomizer and pick a number here. So for Seabroad, we have a double-digit number. He gets lucky number 18. Again, that is C-B-R-O-O-W-D. Number 18. Well, he definitely got a good number. Shawn Michaels entered number 18 uh, in the Royal Rumble 2010, which is the same one he was trying to get to win so he could go against The Undertaker, which he was eliminated and basically went berserk at ringside. So I like the number 18. It's a good number. And Jimmy Snuka also was a surprise entrant in the 2008 Royal Rumble, and he was number 18. Well, that's pretty good odds, I think. It is good odds. I mean, Jimmy Snooker coming at 18 was pretty cool. Okay. So, let's go back to the old email here. I like this, this number randomizer. It's pretty cool. I've used it a few times myself, so it is very interesting. All right. This one comes to us from uh, Carlos Jarmilla, or Jaramillo. Hey, this is Del Rio's package. So Del Rio's package, actually, is what we'll go with. Uh, big fan of the show. Just wondering if there are any numbers left. If so, can I get one? Well, you can. We're going to draw your number right now. This will be on the Facebook page, so you'll be able to know about it. Numbers that we have left, 1, 3, 6, 7, 11, 24, 25, 27. And the number is, can you feel the suspense? Single digit. <laughs> you get the number three. Del Rio's package, number three. 
Wow, I'm, I'm looking through the numbers. I'm not seeing a good uh, a good person. Well, I guess there we go. CM Punk was number three in the 2010 Royal Rumble. He stayed in for a, a little while, giving his speech and everything. And just going back to the original, the first Royal Rumble, the natural Butch Reed was number three. So, I mean, just to give that little fact out, but number three doesn't seem to have much promise. Next up, we go to our email, and this one comes to us <laughs> from Santo Loco. <laughs> JJ, if the show runs late and I don't call in, if you have a number, give me a number, gringo. <laughs> Sorry about the delay for sending your sneakers, Trey. Mega upload is closed down. Oh, so, for Santa Loco, let's go to the randomizer and pick a number. Oh, wow. Gringo got double digits. Nice. Well, it's actually not a gringo. <laughs> but but he is the probably the biggest racial stereotype in my universe right now. <laughs> True story. All right. For one Santa Loco, ladies and gentlemen. Number 24. 24. Heist and Kid, one lot. Got it from last year. Oh, Christmas. that was a great number for him, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's not looking like a very good number. 24 has basically been a bunch of jobbers. Uh, super crazy. So I guess there's our, our stereotype right there. 2006, super crazy was number 24. So two numbers left to give before we start taking phone calls for these last four numbers. This one comes to us. From the toilet bowl of the black man. Short and sweet. Let a motherfucker, a steam dark motherfucker, get an entrance into the WNL Rumble. If you draw me number one entrant, you might as well throw that shit away and pull again. I ain't with no bullshit tonight, fellas. Oh, yeah. I love how the Fed is doing everything they can. Billy Gunn wrongs with Dolph Ziggler. I dig that kid. All right. So the black man is looking for a number. Why do I feel like he's going to get number one here? I don't know. All right, let's go to the randomizer. And the randomizer says, for the motherfucking black man, number seven. The black man, number. number seven. Oh, 2006, the Royal Rumble entrant for number seven, the coach, Jonathan Coachman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, number seven, actually, in the 2009 Royal Rumble was actually Triple H, who lasted until the last entrant. He was the last last person to get thrown over, and he was thrown over by Randy Orton. So, I mean, that's a good call right there, but that's the only one it seems to be. Because number seven for the original was Jumping Jim Brunzel. Oh, nice. Jumping Jim Brunzel. Now, we're done with the emails. I have five numbers left. This next number is going to Mario Midnight Man because I know he's unable to call in tonight. So let's go to the randomizer and pick a number for Mario. Harmony says, I want a number. You're on the show, baby. You can't get a number. You're a host on the network, baby. I mean, you, you're a host of Sunday Night. She's mad at me now. You are when you want to be. You're not getting a number. Sorry. All right. So number for Mario Midnight Man. Harmony is very, very contested right now. Let's go to the randomizer and pick one of five numbers. 
Numbers left, 1, 6, 11, 25, and 27. Two single digits and three doubles. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Mario Midnight Man has drawn number 25. The number that I predicted will win the Royal Rumble. Mario Midnight Man, number 25. Not bad numbers. Has had a good choice of um, some big stars. Mark Henry actually chose 25 in the 2008 Royal Rumble. Chavo Guerrero's had it a few times, unfortunately. Shawn Michaels actually had it in the 06 Royal Rumble. And it, I mean, Michaels was actually eliminated by Shelton Benjamin. So, I mean, he, he stayed in for a while, but was, well, was eliminated. So, Chris Jericho had it in 2004. Wow. So that leaves me with four numbers left. So I'm going to open the phone lines up. And I prefer four people that don't have a number to call in. But by the end of the show tonight, these numbers are gone. So if you're in the chat and you don't have a number, now's the time for you to call in. The number, of course, 501-588-7957. If you have Skype, just hit us up on Sunday Night Showdown. And uh, we'll go from there. And I believe the phone lines are starting to chime. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. I love live radio. <laughs> it's so fun. I think Crelly's passed out in the background somewhere. but it's okay. Probably. He's drunk, so it, it's all good. Let's go to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Hey, it's Flair 16 time. I want a number. So I can Flair repeat. 16 time. Last year's winner of the Royal Rumble Roulette Contest. It does yeah, work, folks. I'm going to repeat again. Going for the repeat. All right, let's go ahead and go and take care of this. Let's pick a random number. Numbers left, 1, 6, 11, and 27. And the randomizer says, Flare 16 time. You have number 11. Okay, I'm good with that. Not a bad number. Uh, going back and looking, Booker T had it back in 04. <laughs> Carlito Cool, also known as Carlito Colon, had it in 2005. and 2006, CM Punk from ECW pulled it out. So, I mean, not a bad number to have. Definitely some big stars. And in the original Royal Rumble, it was The Rock, Don Morocco, who had number 11. The original Rock. That's right. All right. Uh, when, I know I haven't been in chat room lately, but uh, even whenever I'm not, I'm still listening to you also. All right, man. Uh, Y'all have a good night. You too, man. Later, brother. So make sure you add that. Number 11 goes to Flair 16 time. The phone lines are open once again. We have three numbers left, ladies and gentlemen. Three numbers. Those numbers are 1, 6, and 27. Let me throw a quick fact out there. Number 27, whoever gets this, is actually pretty lucky because number 27 has had the most winners. Um, it has had 1, 2, Three, four winners from Big John Stud, Yokozuna, Brett the Hitman Hart, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So 27, if you get it, you're pretty lucky. Yeah, I mean, by the numbers, that Royal Rumble promo, they had talked about that. That was one of the, the ones they had thrown up there. That's gotten the most winners out of all of the Rumbles. So, yeah, so I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, Big John Stud, I mean, one of the, the coolest big men I remember from the back in the day. I mean, he was in a body slam challenge with Andre the Giant for, I think, what was it, $10,000? Yes. That is so, correct. I mean, that was, uh, 
I mean, Big John Stud, he's definitely one of those guys that I wish could have been around back, been around today to definitely see what his character could have done. That's uh, true. Let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Good evening, gentlemen. It's the real Mr. Excitement, Bobby Strauss. Bobby Strauss. What's going on, dude? Not a thing. And to be honest, the truth will set you free, unless, of course, you're Mr. Benjamin. I got rid of his ass. Ah, uh, smart man. Smart man. Did he call anybody else out after he called me out and I schooled him? Mm-hmm. Really? Some people yeah. just don't learn, man. No, they don't. All right. Bobby Strauss, Mr. Excitement, you are eligible to be in this. We have three numbers left, 1, 6, and 27. How lucky are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling very, very lucky. Well, we're about to find out. As I click on the randomizer, pick one of these three numbers. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Bobby Strauss. You are number 27. Oh, oh how, how lucky is that, huh? That's a sweet spot number right there. The number that's had the most winners in Royal Rumble history. Number 27 goes to Mr. Excitement, Bobby Strauss. Well, we'll wait and see. Guess I'll have to tune in on Sunday. <laughs> Players like JJ with the swerve. Everybody thought I was going for number one there. That was the whole point. That's the whole point of doing this is to kind of swerve you guys, to have a little fun with it. All right, Bobby. I was like, number one's coming out. Oh, crap. Somebody screwed. All right, guys. You have a great evening. All right. We'll talk to you later. Sure. Lucky number 27. Two numbers left, guys. One and six. I know the phone's not going to ring now. They're like, fuck that. I don't want new numbers. <laughs> I don't want those. I'll take number one. I mean, heck, I'd love to have number one. I bet you would. I think The Miz is definitely going to pull it out. I think with the fact that they're acting the way they are with him, they're going to put either put him as the winner or they're going to put him as the last person to be eliminated. So the phone lines are open, 501-588-7957. If I don't get a phone call in a minute, we'll basically just take people from the chat room. I know that Hartmark wants a number. Call in. What about Ashley is my name? Does he have a number? I, I think we gave him one on Monday, didn't we? Ashley, do you have a number? Let us know. Because I, I don't have those written down. I wanted I wanted somebody to put those on the Facebook page. I know Trey's got them written down, but I you know, don't. Uh, apparently, Ashley has number 12. Okay. Okay, so Hartmark doesn't have a microphone. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and pull a number for you right now, Hartmark. So we got two numbers left, one and six. Heart mark. Which will it be? Let's go to the randomizer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. According to the randomizer, heart mark, you are number six. <laughs> Do you know what that means? That means that number one is still available. Just a quick bit of trivia. Uh, number in the Royal Rumble 2010, number six was actually Beth Phoenix, and she eliminated the Great Kali. That's I'm not sure what to say about that. In the original Royal Rumble, number six was actually one of the greatest champions of all time in my eyes, Harley Race. So the last phone call for the Royal Rumble roulette. 
Somebody take number one. I know you want it. <laughs> hey, number one is, has, a, has a share of winners. Shawn Michaels. Oh, heck yeah. Shawn Michaels. And it's the Miz. I mean, that's good representation right there. I'm not saying really the Miz is, is going to win, but I think Miz is going to set a Royal Rumble record courtesy of uh, a Ric Flair or, say, a Rey Mysterio Jr. Just a quick bit of trivia. Number one was uh, Brett the Hitman Hart in the original Royal Rumble. So, I mean, I Brett the Hitman Hart is pretty cool as number one. Chris Benoit was also number one uh, in the 2005 Royal Rumble. 2004, excuse me. Maze says give it to Harmony so she won't complain. But she's a host on the show. Are you kidding me? Should I should I hit the randomizer this time, you think? <laughs> I mean, Randomize. Seriously, if, 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 if I take this call and then hit the randomizer, I, I'm just wondering, <clears throat> will it give me another number other than number one? I'm kind of curious. I'd like to see that happen. That would be actually kind of cool. Let's go to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Hi, J.D. It's Chris Osk. I thought it was you calling in. I know that 403 number. Lay, lay the number on me. Uh, let me hit the randomizer and see what pops up. <laughs> I'll take number one if that's what it is. All right, let's let's uh, let's hit the randomizer. Oh, look, it's number one. <laughs> so, Chris Husk, you get the magic number represented this year by The Miz. We know what number you've got, number one. We know who's what superstar you've got in The Miz. Good luck to you, man. Yeah, you too, JJ. All right, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, bye. All right. So there you have it. The Royal Rumble Roulette is it's in, in, in its entirety. And I wish I had the numbers for Monday night so that we could go down the list of people, but I do not. But I do know the 15 numbers that I gave out tonight. So we've got those hopefully logged on the Facebook page and are going to be made available to the public so that you know what your number was. So I want to congratulate everyone with a number, whether you got it tonight or Last week on WNL, congratulations. Good luck to all of you. Remember, the winner cashes in and can host, co-host one of the shows of their choosing on the SNS Radio Network. I look forward to this. And you can wait. You have literally, I'll do like WrestleMania. I'll, I'll do like, you have a year to cash in your show. If you win, you have a year to cash that in. You know, if, it, if, I, if I had won... I'd cash in on WrestleMania itself. I'd cash in just to do WrestleMania with SNS crew. That'd be pretty cool. That's, that's a that good show to good. cash in. WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, to me, are the two biggest shows of the year for us. Yeah, definitely. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and open the phone lines to everybody else. You guys want to talk about something? We'll, we'll take a few calls before we wrap things up here on the show tonight. Hope you guys have had as much fun as Crelly. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, the phone lines are now open. 501-588-7957. Yes, I've still got the Royal Rumble Roulette num numbers music playing in the background. I just like it. It's ominous. It's pretty cool. We'll fade it out in a minute. So the phone lines are open. You can call talk about SmackDown, video games, whatever you want to talk about. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen. Just contact Sunday Night Showdown on Skype or the numbers 501-588-7957. I'd ask Crelly to basically promote that, but he probably would pass out. It'd be like <laughs> it'd be like four, five, six, twenty, ten, eleven. And he wouldn't know what he's doing. So, 
which I know Crowley's not awake to hear this, but I do want to say congratulations to Crowley for his appearance on whatever British show it was. I can't remember. The Slam, I think it was called. Um, he did How a great ironic. job on it. How ironic that he was on a show called The Slam when he's literally slammed tonight. <laughs> now, you know what? All kidding aside, I'm very proud of Crowley um, for being on that show. I mean, he really has despite showing up drunk tonight, which I'm not happy with. Um, <laughs> legit, not cool. Um, despite the fact that he did show up drunk tonight. Um, I, I am proud of the kid. He's really come a long way in a short time. and you know, I'm glad that I was able to give him an opportunity um, to do the things he's done. And I, I'm not going to take credit for success because he's, everything he's done has been of his own merit. You know, I mean, he's the one that decided he wanted to help book shows and, and he did it. I mean, he got us some of the biggest interviews we've ever had on this network and to discount that would be crazy. I mean, he has worked his ass off. I mean, I just didn't give Crowley a shot and say, okay, well, you know, Hey, you're a friend of mine. Go for it. We'll see what happens. I mean, he, he busted his ass. He worked hard and you know, he got to where he needed to get. I just, you know, got to throw the beers away, man. You got to come to the show sober. Come on. You're killing me. Oh, I don't. Hi, it's Ashley. Are you drunk too? <laughs> oh, wait, hold, hold. I'm not drunk. Oh, I, I just oh, had, I've just had technical difficulties. Oh, he, he, he sounds like Arthur. He's a deadly roll. Oh wait, are you a hooker? Oh, what? What? I'm drunk. Oh, oh my mic's not plugged in. Oh, good. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> You've got your knickers in a twist. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. What's up, Ashley? <laughs> I don't know ever I don't know ever I feel ashamed or kind of pleased that I just got disrespected. <laughs> JJ should automatically just yell out Sharon all of a sudden. That that actually did <laughs> TCG just had absolutely correct. That just sounded like Ozzy. Sharon! We're gonna go get kids <laughs> in the What's wrong with remote control? Sharon, come here and fix the Sharon Mark the tape, mark the tape, brass eye mark the tape. Oh anyway. Right, this Sean this news that Sean was going on about is something that got leaked. Well, it got put up on the THQ press site from I've heard and then uh, got put up on YouTube for about two hours and then quickly got taken down because THQ asked the person to make it a private video. JJ, about 20 years ago, you often down the arcades. I, I did. I was like the fucking master of the arcade, buddy. Do you remember WWF WrestleFest? Um, it's only one of my favorite video games of all freaking time. Well, guess what? What? You know when WWE Games did this Twitter thing saying something, you know, make do, something new, and something old school? Okay. W WWE WrestleFest is your old school. Really? Yes. Apparently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep saying rumored, even though the kind of all the details got leaked early, but I'm going to say rumored just to cover our asses. Um, basically, from what I can tell, from what I've seen of screenshots of the trailer, it's for iPhone and iPad. But it also apparently, according to some posts that I've seen, has been confirmed to also be coming to PSN and Xbox Live as well. 
See, you know, as long as it's coming to Xbox Live and PSN, well, fuck, as long as it's coming to Xbox Live, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> because because I will Apparently I will get it's gonna it. be yeah it's gonna be the same style gameplay just slightly tweaked to graphics but it's also gonna have pretty much the original roster from that game. Really? Along so the, the war is the warrior gonna be in it? Because if the warrior's not in it, I mean, it takes away. I mean, you know. Apparently so, but it, you know, it's it's like all stars taking it old school, but it's gonna be the same mechanics as the original WrestleFest. And apparently the trailer also mentioned 30 wrestlers coming via DLC in some kind of update. Wow. So that might that apparently might be possibly other old school guys as well as new characters like Punk, like Cena, like Sheamus, like Mysterio or people like that. So that's where it kind of takes the all-stars aspect, brings the modern guys into the old school. Hey, Sean, can you do me a favor? What's up? <laughs> For, for some reason, and I know ZMG is sending me something in the chat room. It wants me to play that as Song of the Night. I have no idea what that is because if I click on it, I, I can't open the link. And really, I don't want my computer crashing, so I'm not going to do that. If you sure. could find out what that is and then like post it in Skype for me and let me know what it is because I might use it as Song of the Night. I don't really have one specified for tonight. So. Okay, ZMG, just at- send that to me, please. Also, I've got uh, apparently the trailer also shows a new Road to WrestleMania story mode, which also features Mean Gene. So it's going old school. Oh, apparently, I love it. According to this, that I've got here is similar to the old tag team gauntlet. Oh, d- d- course, does it have the, the Road Royal Warriors? Rumble. Say again. Does it have the Road Warriors? <clears throat> I don't know. Details are sketchy because apparently the the trailer when it was up was you know only about people saw it. And it was only about forty seconds long, so it was uh, it was very you know quick. I think uh, apparently Royal Rumble mode is still in it. And do we lose Ashley? Okay, that's weird. Now my Skype is messing up. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. I say at least we got the Royal Rumble stuff out of the way. Yeah, actually, um, I wanted to go ahead and let you know about that. Larry, uh, Brass Eye, excuse me. Brass Eye actually posted that in the uh, in a JPEG format on the Facebook page, and um, he, he did a great job with it. Fine. Crelly, are you there? <laughs> Crelly. Oh, Crelly. Crelly is drunk. Crelly, let's get all that radio stuff. show again. They're calling you. Crelly! Oh look, it's Crelly's mom. Somebody, everybody. somebody called Crelly's mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, wake up and stop dreaming about Velvet Sky. I don't know where I got cut off, but who cares? That Why is your keyboard awesome. so sticky, Chris? <laughs> oh. What's with all the Kleenex? I tell you, stop eating the sandwiches with the salad green, Crelly. Oh, it's always nice oh. when Crelly, Crelly's mom joins us good stuff yeah so i believe the stream has, has readjusted itself it's fixed so <sighs> live from london it's crowley's mom apparently zmg <laughs> can't send me that link he can't log in the skype oh sorry well i guess we'll randomly pick something for song of the night anything else ashley i you know what i dude i, I tell you what i am psyched if WrestleFest is in fact coming back uh, especially if you got 30 dlc superstars i mean i think that's going to be excellent but i can remember I think I told this story before. I can remember back in, what was it, 1992, 
when I was a sophomore in high school, and my best friend Dave, who I'm still best friends with, uh, who li- still lives in Little Rock, Arkansas, by the way, um, was a junior in high school. And at the time, he had a car. It wasn't a great car. It was a fucking 1975 four-door Malibu boat that was just <laughs> looked like a fucking four-door piece of shit. And it's ironic because I actually wrecked that car for him one time, <laughs> which we'll talk about on another show. He did a Nick Hogan, people. Uh, I, I did a Nick Hogan. Well, fuck it. I'll tell you the story now. Fuck it. This, this is kind of a segue. <laughs> anyway, um, I had just learned how to drive back when I was a sophomore in high school. My Uncle Roger, who was my stepmother's brother, um, we were at some relative's house in Benton, Arkansas, which is about 30 miles outside of Little Rock. We were over there visiting family, and he got drunk. Okay, He had a truck, and he's like, well, fuck, you need to learn how to drive. And he was drunk, so I had to drive his truck, okay? Good old days. So I'm driving his truck, his truck from fucking Benton to Little Rock. And doing pretty good. Pretty psyched about it. Wait, wait, I have to pump his brakes. So as soon as we get into my driveway, like there's a fucking tree in the yard, and I'm coming in too fast, and I'm hitting the brake, and there's nothing happening. So I had to pump the brake. And I think I stopped just short of about, you know, I don't know, five feet in front of the tree. Okay. My dad comes barreling outside. He's like, what the fuck's going on? You know, of course, he found out that Uncle Roger was drunk and was, wasn't too happy about the situation. He wasn't mad at me because, you know, I had no choice in the matter. So coming off that the weekend prior, I thought I could drive. <laughs> so my buddy Dave decides to skip school. Okay. He skips a couple classes, drives his Malibu to school, and says, hey, man. You can drive, right? And I said, yeah, I can drive. You know, because, again, I was fucking a cocky teenager that thought I fucking ruled the world. So he swears up and down to this day that he asked me if I had a driver's license. And he says that I said yes. He never asked me if I had a driver's <laughs> license. Because had he asked me that, I would have said, no, I know how to drive, but I don't have a license. But he swears up and down that I said I had a license. I did not, for the record. Okay. I never said that I did. So sorry, Dave. You're wrong. So gives me the keys to his car and says, hey, you and, uh, you and Jason Plum drive over to the annex building after school, and I'll meet, over, I'll meet you there, and then I'll drive us home. I said, all right, cool. So poor Jason Plum, who was already a white guy, fucking turned five shades whiter when I was driving this car because, you know, being the dipshit that I was at 15 – <laughs> I'm driving a automatic car with two fucking feet. One for the brake and one for the gas. <laughs> and everything's fine up until I pass some cops, okay? And then I get all fucking weirded out. So as we pass the cops, I look over at the annex building and Dave isn't there. And so I'm freaking. So I pull into the parking lot to park. You know those cement blocks that you park in front of? Hello? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pull into the annex building, and I guess I hit the gas instead of the brake and ramped one of those and went through a fence. Oh. <laughs> you know, and there's, there's a bunch of black guys in the house where the fence is, 
They thought I was trying to kill them. You know? <laughs> so, so they're like, what the fuck? You know, so I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I hit the wrong pedal or something. And so I'm freaking out at this point. So the cops aren't here yet because they're just down the road. Surely they heard the crash through the fucking fence. So I'm trying to back the car up, okay? When Dave shows up, he sees nothing but smoke, white smoke, and thinks that his car is on fire. When, in fact, I just couldn't back the motherfucker up because it was stuck. So the police get there, and Dave's standing there with me. He's like, what happened? And I told him what happened, and, you know, he's a little upset with me. So the police get there, and I'll remember this vivid as day. And it's, it's, a, it's a much better story when Dave tells it to you. But the cop asked me for my driver's license. Now, I'm wearing a pair of jeans, and I'm wearing a sweater thing that has pockets in it. And I, I tried to play this off as cool as I could, I could be. He asked me for my license, and I'm, I'm patting myself down, patting my chest, patting my, my pockets. And I look at the officer, and I said, um, actually, I don't have a license. <laughs> <laughs> to which Dave's like, what? You don't have a license? It starts freaking out. So they put me in the back of a police car, and I think I'm going to jail. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm dead. I'm so dead. My dad's going to kill me. And uh, long story short, I got my learner's permit after that. The only damage I did to Dave's car was I think I pulled a little bit of stripping off the, the side of his, his door, which wasn't a big deal. But it was uh, a lesson learned that, uh, you know, A, don't ever ask me if I could drive, and B, don't skip school. So we both, we both learned a lesson that day. Don Bronx says, bring Dave to Unplugged. I would love to. I've tried to get him on this show before, but uh, now that he's literally a year older than me, we have the same birthday, November 26th. He's just a year older than me. So literally, he's become an old man now. And he just he can't stay up late. So if I ever do a segment with Dave, it'll have to be something I tape. But would love to bring him back on the show because I think he could tell you a bunch of crazy stories that he and I used to do back in our younger days good times we did a lot of practical jokes to each other back in the day so anyway yeah back to my back to my original story the reason i brought up dave was because dave and i used to go to the local putt putt which was down the street from where i lived and the cool thing about it this was our saturday ritual we would go to putt putt golf and they had this thing called super saturday and what super saturday consisted of was you paid five dollars you got like 50 game tokens you got unlimited miniature golf till 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You got a Coke and a hot dog. Okay? This was an all-day thing for us. We would get there at, like, 9 o'clock. You know, the arcade would be packed. We'd be playing Street Fighter. They had WrestleFest. They had King of Fighters. Um, you name it, they pretty much had it. And we were, like, in this putt-putt all day playing fucking games. Then we were out there playing golf for a while. And not only that, in that same shopping center... There was a, a fucking movie theater. It was like a dollar theater. So any of the, the movies that have been out for a while, you could go and, and pay a buck and, and see them. So literally, that was my Saturday. We'd hang out. We'd go eat somewhere. We'd, we'd go see a movie, you know, and do other things. Just, and that, was our, that was our ritual. We did that every fucking Saturday nice. until they closed that thing down. And WrestleFest was the game. I mean, we, we would sit there and play that. And I used to always pick Jake the Snake, you know. And when I did tag teams, I was always – it was either – Jake the Snake and the Million Dollar Man, or it was Mr. Perfect and the Million Dollar Man. Those were my go-to guys. But I just I have so many fond memories of playing that game with Dave and Wally and all my other friends. Uh, I just uh, so if they are bringing that back to Xbox Live, 
I look forward to that. Because Apparently it has been on some kind of e-petition thing for about three years as well. Very nice. So that's so that's just that, that's just a little background into the the early days of the man that would grow up to be JJ Sexy. <laughs> Good old Jeff Jackson. That guy was a character. I tell you what. So I definitely got to get a hold of Dave and see if we can bring him on the show. Because I, I got his ass good one time. Oh, my God. My <laughs> okay. Dave had – this is the last story, then we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> Dave had a lead foot, okay? Liked to drive like crazy. And uh, he was on probation for speeding. He got in speeding tickets. And I went over to have a sleepover at his house one weekend. And he picked me up, and he lived in North Little Rock, so he'd go across the Arkansas River from North Little Rock to, to Little Rock. So we get to his, his place, and um, <laughs> I had this flashlight in the back seat with me that my, my grandparents had got me a couple years before. And it had a, um, a, a siren on it, basically. <laughs> so he's going 100 miles an hour, and I'm not talking kilometers. He's going 100 miles an hour over the fucking bridge from Little Rock to North Little Rock, okay? Over the Arkansas River. And uh, Jason looks at me, and he goes, you going to do it? And I'm like, yeah. And Dave's oblivious to what's going on. So I'm sitting in the back seat, and I fucking turn this, this flashlight on. And the fucking siren, woo! And he fucking turns white as a sheet. He's fucking looking out of his <laughs> rear view. He fucking, like, starts to slow down, which was probably, in, in, in retrospect, a bad idea. You know, because I could have caused a serious accident here. But he's looking in the rear view mirror, and he's, like, he's like looking in, in, in the... You know the 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 mirrors on the on the uh, side of the car. He goes, "What the fuck?" You know, and then he sees I had the flashlight, and he's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, that was a pretty good one there. That's you know. Then there was then there was the time I was having uh, having an orgy at my my dad's house. He was out on a date because him and my stepmom were were going through a separation. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Then there was the time I had the orgy at my house because my my dad was not home, and it was. There's like four people in the chat are saying the same thing. Me and Ashley's hearing are like, what? What? So, what was that again? What? Listen, listen. I had an orgy at my house, sort of. Okay. <laughs> like when I say orgy, I don't mean we were all. So off. We we weren't all like in the same room having sex with each other. Okay. But I turned my house into a fucking like. Like a brothel, Sex I guess. Playboy yes. Mansion. Yeah. It basically turned into a brothel. My dad literally was having a date with some chick because he and my stepmom were going through a divorce. Okay. Long story. I won't get into that. So it's me and my girlfriend, Tanya, and a buddy of mine named Chris and his girlfriend, Leanne, who he later married. Another buddy of mine named Dave that wasn't this Dave and some girl he had just hooked up with. So like three rooms in my house, people are banging. Okay. So, as soon as me and Tanya are done, we go get a shower. So, Dave and Christina are in my room. And I'm in the shower when all of a sudden somebody comes beating on the fucking door. And Chris is like, fuck, dude, your dad is home. Fuck. <laughs> and so, me and Tanya are like, we're busted. We're dead. I'm, I'm going to die. I'll never be seen again. Because my dad was a strict motherfucker, you know. And I, I really couldn't think of a good excuse on how to get out of this one. Okay. So, to my surprise, thankfully, it was not my father. It was just Dave who had come to pick me up because we were going to Hot Springs the next day. He was picking me and Tanya up to take her home 
and to take me to his place because we were going to do we did this thing where we did like casino nights for his stepfather because his stepfather owned casino equipment so we would go to different places in the state of arkansas and they would do charity events and so we would set the casino up i would do the roulette wheel he would he was a blackjack dealer and so that was the whole reason he showed up and i guess i just wasn't thinking as soon as somebody was knocking on my door saying oh shit your dad's here so after i finally got my color back I realized that was probably, in retrospect, not the greatest idea in the world. So there were many times that Dave and I pulled shit on each other back and forth, but that was, uh, that was a moment there. So, <sighs> Shifty says orgy, <laughs> this thing we did in Arkansas, yes. And when I say orgy, like I said, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't having sex with everybody else. I was just having sex with my girlfriend at the time. So. Okay. So good stuff. But I'm glad that was a what-the-fuck moment for you. Oh yeah, it definitely was. Believe us. Totally Believe trying to wake Curly up. Totally trying to swerve you, motherfuckers, tonight. <laughs> so anyway, Curly, are you awake now? I guess not. What if I is he talking about fucking orgy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is an orgy? I don't even know what the fuck that is. I had an orgy with Velvet Sky and and, and um, what's her name? <laughs> um, oh fuck it, I don't know. And then Jason Statham knocked on the door. That's why my computer keyboard's all sticky. <laughs> all right. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, anyway. Oh, wow. Anyway, we're done. Let's go back to the phone lines. I think joining us is, is a scared New Yorker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, JJ. It's Bronx. I'm ready to do the real <laughs> recap. Oh, my God. Now, what happened on Raw last Monday night? Where's Trey? <laughs> Why is everybody laughing at me? You, sound, you make more sense than Crelly. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Stop. I, I, I got to know. Is JJ's girlfriend a hooker? <laughs> I don't know. She, 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 she could be. I mean, and, and what the fuck's up with Brodus Clay calling out that music? I mean, I, I was at I was at a TNA event tonight, and it was smashing. No, no, you got smashed, Crelly. No, it's spiffing. <laughs> Oh yeah, spiffy. All right, all right. That's let's, enough of that. Let's that's stop. Of that. Let's stop let's, picking let's on the fucking porn, <laughs> Let's leave. Let's I, leave the the British booze hound alone. I mean, you've oh. outdone Crelly tonight, and and, and and you know, my teenage years sucked. How the fuck do you have orgies and car crashes <laughs> and shit? And I have like masturbating in the fucking bathroom alone. How the fuck? <laughs> TMI, brother. Now, if you'd have said an orgy in the bathroom, probably would have gotten my interest. But, you know, I, there's just certain things I don't need to know about, man. Oh, wow. Lord. I mean, it's like, you know, this motherfucker's talking about driving hot cars and fucking, like, 200 chicks. And I'm like, my teenage years were spent, like, maybe it's the blindness. I don't know. Is that unattractive to females? I don't know. No, the blindness. Hey, Ray Charles was blind, Blindness but he was caused because of something you did in your teenage years. That's true. Uh, that, you know, my dad used to tell me that shit will make you go blind. He did say that. 
Well, you yeah, can get uh, bronze, at least. Yeah. Well, at least do it until you need glasses, and then stop. I mean, you know. Which, which I always thought was funny because if you have a girl do it for you, isn't it still masturbation? I mean, oh it, my. F- Look, God. seriously, seriously, if a girl gives you a hand job, isn't it still considered masturbation? <laughs> isn't it still the same act? So when my parents used to say, you'd go blind doing that, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Then again, my, 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 then again, my dad didn't have glasses, so I guess I should have listened. <laughs> if she does the action, does she go blind instead? No, I, well, it depends on what you look like, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I might, I might have woken Crowley up. He laughed at that. Crowley, are you awake? Hello? Crowley. That motherfucker's out. <laughs> oh. Crowley, you're fired. Just to let you know. No, he's got, all, all he can do is giggle. He's that drunk. Hey, Crowley, I got somebody on the line who wants to talk to you. <laughs> um, hey, Crowley, it's Bobcat Goldthwait. Wake up! <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of the... Do you realize how loud that is in my headset? <laughs> What did you say? Well, I, I I can't hear you guys. What? He wants to make me. He wants to make me. Ellen Bronxter, deaf and blind. Bronxter, are you talking? We can't hear you. Hello. I'm even more deaf now. What? Hello. All right, all right. Let's let's bring some order back to the train wreck that is the show. Come on. Wow. All right. Let's 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 oh, simmer down. How the hell did this just start from WrestleFest? <laughs> I don't know, because I, I decided to start telling random stories of my childhood, I guess. Uh, or, excuse me, not my childhood, my teenage years. This archive is so not going up. JJ's going to post some shit. <laughs> hey, due to technical hey, difficulties. Hey, no, 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 I, I will post this archive. I mean, you know, I, I almost didn't post WNL, to be honest with you, because there was some pretty controversial shit. And, you know, I... Trey and I talked about it, and, you know, I, I didn't really want to run down the person that we ran down, but at the same time, it was brought to my attention that this person doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. And Trey and I don't normally say anything about him, don't give a shit about him. And so, in retrospect, I thought, you know what, if people don't like it, then don't listen. But, you know, we wanted to make a statement, and I, I think that we succeeded in that. Bottom line, if you don't want none, don't start none. Because I'm not just going to sit by and let you talk shit to me and, you know... Again, we have nothing to do with this individual. So, you know, that's why I chose Piss on You for Song of the Night. Do you know why? Because it's better to be <laughs> pissed off than to be pissed on. And Trey and I, figuratively and literally, pissed on him on Monday night. I think so I made a mistake. So, in other words, you, you decided not to save Willie. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> just, just, you know, just, so, just wanted to get that down. So, anyway, let's, let's get past all the stuff. Bronx, what's on your mind? Real quick, we're going to end the show here in just a minute. Yeah, on, you know, on Facebook... Um, you would disagree with me on something where I said that, you know, I, I don't like, and you know, I don't really like the fact when sometimes they will punish a wrestler by giving him quote unquote number one in the rumble or rewarding him by giving number 30. I, I really like the way it used to be where it was random. You know, each wrestler drew a number kind of like the way, you know, we did, we're doing. And I just, I don't know it. To me, I think it kind of cheapens the rumble when you say, well, okay, it's supposed to be random, but we're going to just give you this number because we're pissed off. I mean, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think, I mean, I'm, if I'm allowed to jump in here, um, 
I definitely think that the Miz being given number one. I mean, they've done this for a long time. They've given number one, number thirty to different people if they won certain matches. And I mean, I think that's a great reward or punishment for those people who definitely screw up enough. I mean, the Miz. He's an amazing heel, and if he comes out number one and lasts just as long as Rey Mysterio, he's just set a record. That's the company showing great promise in him, and that's amazingly done. And I think, basically, he lost the match to our truth They said, if you lose the match, you get number one. If they had said, our truth if you win the match, you'll get number 30, I would have been kind of like, you know, that's not, that's not too cool. But it all depends on what actually happens on Sunday. It's going to be very interesting to see who actually comes out as number two at the same time, because if it's someone, I mean, we could see what CM Punk basically did uh, a couple years ago where he threw people out and then he got on the mic and started preaching for the SNS or for um, whatever his whole straight edge society, straight edge society, basically. He started preaching for that. I mean, we could see the Miz start doing that. Basically, he gets in the ring, throws out number two, starts jaw, jawing off to the crowd or something, and then we get number three, and he keeps going. This could be the entire entire thing just like that. And if it is, I can only see great things to come from the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, but then just, just give Miz number one without making it, you know, without publicizing it. Just have Miz come out Sunday as number one. You know, I, I, my feeling towards a rumble is you should at least give the illusion that the numbers are drawn randomly, and you could have did this and you know again just have him come out number one. That's this is the number Miz drew, but I don't I don't know. To me, it just doesn't seem right where you can say, okay, I'm going to issue you this number because you screwed up or I'm pissed off or I'm happy with you. You know, that's just, a, I'm just like maybe a mark for the classic rumble, you know, where guys would actually pull numbers like when Kurt Henning, it was so great. He reaches in, he pulls out a number and he cuts a promo where he says, Mr. Perfect drew the perfect number, number 30. To me, that was cool. But if you would have said, okay, Mr. Perfect, we're rewarding you for something by giving you number 30, it wouldn't have been as epic in my opinion. You know, and, and that's a good point. I see where you're going with that. As you guys talk amongst yourself, I'm trying to restart the stream here. Okay. Um, for, for some reason, yeah, for some reason, Winamps want to be a bitch. Uh, it, it always is. But um, I definitely see what you're going with their Bronx. But I mean, it's definitely something. I mean, it's supposed to be random, but then it gives. There's no basically illusion saying, you know, you screwed up. I think you deserve number one, or you've done so great over the years. We're gonna give you number thirty. But, I mean, it's definitely the fact that I really like when they do this stuff where they basically go through and they say, if you go out and lose this battle royale, you're getting number one, and the person who actually eliminates, who, who wins the Royal Rumble, or wins the battle royale gets number 30. That That's cool, because that's earning your spot. Um, Miz earned his spot by losing the match. That's the only way I see it, because I really, I really like the way they do that sometimes. I mean, they're not giving out random numbers, not giving out 15, 17, 22. They're giving out number one and number 30. Two spots that really deserve to be given out to someone who deserves them. So that's what they did with Miz. They gave him number one because he lost the match. 
that was the whole point behind him getting that number. And that's I I like that more so than just having random numbers giving out at random points. I mean, I kind of wish they had. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Ronks. I'm sorry. I kind of wish they had uh, done the uh, beat the clock challenge to issue numbers one and number thirty because that would have been really cool, also. But go ahead. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't cut me off. Um, but here's the thing. Now, if the Miz lasts for a long, long time, it works. What I'm worried about is the Miz gets eliminated by the time like number five comes out. If they do that, man, the Miz has fallen. I think in order to keep the Miz relevant, you you know, I agree with what you guys said before. Let him last. Let the I'm not saying let him win it, even though I picked number one. Let him stay in for a decent amount of time. If you do that, that's enough to put a guy over because you know Miz. He'll come out the next night I'm raw and start talking shit. Oh, well, you know, I was number one, but I lasted for, you know, 55 minutes. If you do that, it works perfectly. But we'll have to see what, you know, booking has in store for us. If he gets, like, eliminated, you know, 10, 15, even 20 minutes into the Rumble, then that whole thing was for naught. I could actually what – I, what I could see – I can see R-Truth coming out basically at a later number. I mean, he's supposed to come out at a later number, but he comes out, distracts the Miz, and the Miz gets eliminated. And then later on in the night, we see the Miz come out and distract R-Truth, and R-Truth gets eliminated from his point. That's what, I, that's what I'm expecting to see because mm-hmm. that would completely push their feud to a, to a, a great stopping uh, great area because, I mean, you've just had two people eliminate each other basically – by distracting each other. And that's what I want to see. I mean, you know, that's what I hope to see from R-Truth and Miz this Sunday. You know you know what I, I think is going to happen, too? I, I really think... The stream is back up, by the way. I really think that um, the Miz is probably going to be in there, like I said, like a Rey Mysterio, where he's going to do everything he can to, to hold on to those ropes and, and, you know, do whatever. But I also think that he's going to do a, a pull a Jerry Lawler and at some point try to go up under the ring and, and you know, take some rest like he's not eliminated, right? He'll go underneath the rope and then just kind of disappear, and then stuff will be happening in the ring, and the referees won't be paying attention. And then he'll try to come back to, at, at the end and get a win. That's what I think is going to happen. Or what would be cool, too, is you do one of those double over-the-top rope things where later on in the match you have Miz and Truth both go over at the same time and they hit the floor. And at a low point in the rumble, like where there's not too much going on, you just see the Miz and Truth pummeling the shit out of each other on the outside i mean just feuding all the way to the back where i think that this storyline still has legs i think the miz and r-truth still have a little bit more to go and it should culminate in some type of brutal match i mean it's a good feud it's working out i can you know i can see a lot of possibilities but um i will let you guys go and uh jj you know when you're driving Watch out for guys like me, man. I don't see too well. You know, you got to, you know, use one foot, dude. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Ironically, that wasn't the only fence I ever hit in my life. There, there, was, there was a longstanding joke between me and Dave that, like, anything on the road was safe. It was everything off the road that was – because he was, he was really the guy that taught me how to drive after that. You know, when I got my permit, he, you know, tried to teach me how to drive. And uh, 
but that was not the only fence that I ever decimated. There were other fences too. So that was the long-standing joke with us is that, you know, when I was behind the wheel of a car, everything was safe but the fences. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. The fences were going to get crushed. Well, you should move to New York where it's actually legal to hit objects and or people who are not on the road. Really? I might check in. Yes. What? Oh, my God, Bronx. Don't. Don't. Oh, my. Trying to get JJ arrested. I'm, I'm, I'm not too. I'm not. I'm too. Uh, let's try that again. I'm not too concerned about it. So. I think Bronx only knows that law because he's done it multiple times. Probably. Probably. Oh, well, you know, the. the, the uh, Seen in the Al Pacino movie with uh, what the fuck was that movie he did? Oh, God, what was it called? Um, we played the blind guy, Scent of a Woman. Scent of a Woman that was actually based on uh, one of my experiences. That was a recreation. Funny moment for me I'm looking at my Skype and all four of us, and the only thing I can see is when Bronx speaks, Ashley's name is lighting up, when I'm speaking, Crowley's name is lighting up. I'm a little scared right now. You're right. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. when I speak, I'm seeing Ashley. And when you speak, holy shit. Acer, stop We've it. We've all gone through time travel. Oh, no. Acer, stop it. You know, fix everything. And we all know Acer is fucking, you know, Skynet. Stop it, Acer. We respect your power. You don't need to prove it anymore. All right, guys. You guys have a good evening. And I will catch you. Sunday, and uh, a reminder, 5 p.m. Sunday, Eastern Time, the Wrestling Radio Awards. Check it out on uh, WrestlingRadioAwards.com. The stream will be on there. And uh, let's see what we get, gentlemen. Twitter it as well. we got the, sh- the People's Choice Award. Bronx, have you entered your picks yet? Yes, I have. Okay. I'll check on yeah. that this afternoon, or tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. Yes, Saturday. Tomorrow is Saturday. Sorry. For some of you, it's Saturday right now. It JJ, is Saturday you really, right now. You really, yeah. need to in, you really need to institute a drug policy, man. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's getting bad. I mean, you know, you know, this network is getting like the TNA locker room. I mean, goddamn. I, I might have to like, I don't know, just revamp the show a little bit. Oh, Telling you, I, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder what the hell's going on. And Acer has kicked me out of chat. You. Uh, you, you guys keep that shit to yourselves. I don't care. Oh, it was a fake kick. Okay, it was okay. a fake kick. Okay. okay, he's just trying to remind me of his power. You know, he he didn't remind me of it enough two weeks ago when he took two hundred out of my bank account. He has to remind me even more. Uh, that's what happens when you give the guy power. See what happens, folks. You give you give people power and they abuse it. It's just the way. First, it works. you get the power. Ace is my boy. Just fucking with him. Okay, guys, you have a good night. Later, Bronx. Bye. All right, so. Just trying to figure out what would be a good song of the night for this clusterfuck tonight. Well, I've got a song, but I don't think you want to use it. It's called uh, "What You Want" by Evanescence. No, that's that's not what I'm looking for. Let Nobody me see what I have. He's riding along on my automobile. Where is Crelly? <laughs> Seriously, where the it's fuck like is Crelly? Zwolder. We're gonna have to look for him in a picture tomorrow in the crowd <laughs> impact. Where is he? <laughs> is he wearing a red and white striped jumper? You know what? On that note, I think we're getting out of here. This uh, I, I've, I've had enough for tonight. I've had enough, I've had enough for tonight. It's been a fun show. I don't think any of us had as much fun as Crelly, but it's been fun. 
It's been real. <laughs> so, in closing, Ashley, anything before we get out of here? Uh, no, on behalf of Crelly, uh, Impact. <laughs> All right, there you go. I do have a special song of the night dedicated to Crelly. Like it totally fits his tone tonight, since he's not, you know, talking to us. Maybe it'll it'll work for him. I don't know. But with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, hit the happy trail sounder and get out of here as I plug away on things that need to be plugged on. For example, I'm going to be uploading tomorrow new episodes of the Pro Wrestling Rewind Beyond the Bell with Sean Beckerman as he deals with the Royal Rumble. The latest episode of the Elite Force podcast, a midweek edition. Don't forget on Sunday, we'll be, bre- we'll be providing you live pay-per-view coverage of the WWE's Royal Rumble pay-per-view right here on this network. 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 6 p.m. Excuse me, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. We'll be starting up the stream and bringing you live coverage of the WWE's Royal Rumble via Sunday Night Showdown. I'm looking forward to it. I'm even hearing we might have a surprise return guest joining us. Um, I did get some clarification today. Also, I think we're going to be bringing on uh, Slam Wrestling columnist and pretty much a former SNS alum, along a, as long as a WTR alum. I'm talking about none other than Slam Wrestling's own Jason Kid Clevett, who is on assignment this weekend at Wrestle Reunion. So he's going to give us all the details from Wrestle Reunion. We'll bring Jason on. So I'm looking forward to that. Want to find out how things are going. So uh, look for that. So myself, Mark the Shark DiCarlo, the Trey Dog, possibly Harmony, and another special guest joining us for the Rumble coverage on Sunday. Don't forget as well, another episode of the Elite Force podcast on Sunday with William Walkie Walker and, of course, Mindwipe. Rolling into this Monday's WNL with myself and the Trey Dog as we cover all the Royal Rumble fallout from this Sunday's pay-per-view edition. On that note, on behalf of the Drunken Crelly and HeadlocksToHeadlines.com, on behalf of the sensational sequel, Sean, on behalf of everyone who called and got a Royal Rumble roulette number tonight and those that sent your emails in, good luck to you guys. Can't wait to see who's going to win this thing. On that note, it's been real, it's been fun, but damn it, it ain't been real fun. So I'm JJ Sexay. You've just been unplugged. Good night, everybody. Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails to you till we meet
I'm, I'm not okay. I'm really fucking drunk right now. Oh my goodness. I'm all sort of about my keyboard being sticky. What's all it about? Oh my. I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm not